0: the final word you heard that right right let's go
1: we have in the building himself mr brian brought
2: the final word
1: i put a t in your name but don't mind me
2: how you feeling So you already know how to go I'm going to mess, mess up some names around this morning. I think I put a big
1: T in Mr. Broadus name
3: <laughs> Put a big T there? Oh my. <laughs> A bigger Broadus. How often do you get that? <laughs> how yeah. often do you get hey, that? word? I get a lot of A lot of pronunciations You guys don't know they don't, My man I guess you probably do My uncle Snoop Last name brought us. Okay Calvin brought us. Okay. So yeah, oh, yeah. So that's Big my, Snoop My, my uncle's Uncle Snoop.
1: Uncle Snoop. Alright. So word. yeah, so we talking about the final word on Dallas Cowboys the OTAs. And Dax DNA. So we go get into all of that and we go, you know, talk good football. We're here to talk football Sparta. <laughs>
2: We're here to beat Brian up, man. Let's beat him up, y'all. Let's beat him up. We don't care about all crusty. The,
4: the final word.
1: <laughs> we might not be able to say that. The we the might not be able word. to say that. That might be reserved for the friends. The final word.
3: <laughs> nah, man. The yeah. final word. The I need to be beat word. up. I need to be beat up. <laughs> the
1: final word. Uh, man. we, no, we ain't going to do that. We ain't going to do
5: that.
1: Oh, no, man. It's, it's good to have you in good. the building. It's Thank legendary. Appreciate being Big James, what's going on, brother? Big James and my boy, sound. he gonna get his sound
2: back. Let Let him
1: wait. Law. What's on
2: your mind? Man, just ready for this uh, football, real football to kick in.
1: Hey, I saw your video, man, on the receiver. Mm
2: Oh, yeah. We gotta talk about that. 4 3 4 guy
1: yeah so one trick pony got <laughs> is he a yeah i didn't really see <laughs> one a lot straight of line wiggle. Speed. i didn't see a lot of wiggle but he tried to scare you he tried to scare you with the speed yeah yeah okay. yes indeed so we, we got brian here so we gonna talk about him we will talk about like so much so let's let's just word. kick back man it's the final word let's go the
2: final word You're man everybody in the chat said Brian brought this. Oh yeah, man. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. I know you probably won't be able to see it from your end, but they showing you a lot
3: of love over here,
2: man.
3: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Seriously, it's a. it is an honor to be with you guys. I kind of backdoored bird. you here, you know. Bird. Kind of, you had my, had my spies watching bird. your show, but kind of, kind of get involved. Kind of get involved. Bird. You guys, you guys got some snitchers in your group, bird. by the way. What? What? We called them. You got shooters. some, you got some shooters. Twitter snitchers in your group. Come on, watch shows. out. Come on. <laughs> You got the old crusty CIA guy here working the- <laughs> they Can you hear me? Stuff.
1: Can you, you hear me, go- dog?
2: Yeah, we can yeah, we that
3: hear big.
2: you. I know you it out I had faith in you, brother. Cowboys
6: had to I had to figure it out because I've been hearing, you know, Mr. B. I'm going to call you Mr. Yeah. B today, like Mr. Drummond. Mr. B. There you B. go. Appreciate that, man. Tuck you. in the building. What's up, Tuck?
4: Yeah, what's up? What's up? What's up, man?
2: What up, Jay Tuck? Uh,
4: Chilling, man. It's working, working. Just got off the show. and jumped right back in. You know how we do.
2: Hey, man. It's good to talk see to every, everybody, man. It's Final
1: so good word. to see the whole man, family together. Let's talk.
2: We got Tupac and Biggie up in this moment, Tupac man. Tupac We got and everybody Biggie. up in this
5: <laughs> Come <Tupac>. on. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about a <laughs> playmaker? Yeah. That's a playmaker. He <laughs> made the play. Your
1: cars. Hey, Hey, you know we're going to show out. we going to show out today. We got Brown brothers. We're going we to show out with these buds. You we're know, we going we to act oh, yeah. a little phony. Just hey, a little you, bit. Just you a guys little are bit. busting
3: the budget on me tonight here. What's going on here? <laughs> nah, this every on day. on
1: budget. This every day. Ugh. We do this every day. <laughs> this every day. Yes, I like no it. Make, no A lot of eye candy here.
3: A lot of eye candy. <laughs>
6: yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey got to put on a good show,
1: right? <laughs> hey. <that's right>. Right. <laughs>
2: got uh,
6: to Alright, let's
1: the
2: get it, y'all. Word. Y'all see let's that get cat, it. That cat down there hit. The final word. that's enough for everybody to tune in. sharing is careful. Come on, y'all. Somebody Share call him somebody for shit. Mama said there'll be days just like this. Alright, we finna kick off the show, so
1: give me one second. We're kicking it off right now. The
2: Final word. <laughs> shout out to you people appreciate you see nick shout out to you sheila Nigel. thank you for jumping in see nick Swain, and things appreciate you jamal lacy shout out to you man appreciate everybody for jumping in and tuning in and being final part word. of mm. the final word come on monday style we're doing this without this one. Comfort.
6: monday style Oh, he got the he
5: got the new one up. Okay,
6: here yeah.
5: we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wanna run it up. Kind mm-hmm. of check I've been really in the field, not I feel I just wanna run it up. Don't need no deals, I make the deal at the ticket to
2: Oh, doing this
4: and if it was up to me, no, if no, it was up to little way. old me to make a pick, <laughs> oh, it would oh, probably wow. go a little something like this.
1: We gotta get talking. Up. And with
4: the 17th pick <laughs> of the 2020 uh-huh. Dallas Cowboys NFL Draft, the Dallas Cowboys select Ceedee Lamb. Oh.
0: Yeah.
1: I will move down.
0: The smart thing would be to move down, but the Cowboys historically
1: don't. Boss move. could be a trade down oh here my with Justin.
0: He we got a trade. We,
4: we got a trade. We, we got a trade.
1: We, we got a trade. Train. I said it's the place to move We were down. just sitting here talking Yo, Justin. Justin I said it. I said it. Oh All my clear. God, this the, God, to the to
5: Go hard go home. Go hard, go hard, go home. Go hard, go hard, home go home. Go hard, go hard, go, hard, go home. Touchdown like an end zone. Like a end zone. When the circle turn the mic home, can't get me out of my zone. Go, go hard, hard, go hard, go, go home. home.
0: I love, I love Parsons Parsons. as a rush defensive end, right? If you draft him and you put him on the end, turn him into another DeMarcus Ware. Let him rush the quarterback, get upfield, and create damage to the other opposing offense. We got the pick. Here it is. We got the pick. Yeah, this got to be
5: Parsons. Like, Uh -uh. Parsons is the best Uh -uh. player available. Let's go. Yeah, these championship rings on my my hands now. In my head, I'm top ten. Yeah, his, his hands down. Yeah, I'm a squad. Squad, know you're looking man down. Lookin man down. Funny, high foes, turn to friends now. So the
2: Cowboys just selected Jake Ferguson with pick 129. Hey, 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 I'm good. I love the pick. I love the player. I know that a lot of people will say that this is probably a reach. This is about where I had Jake Ferguson. A uh, really solid player from Wisconsin. Um, he, he he can do all of it. He can block. He can run routes. Uh, he, can, he can actually make people miss in the open field. If a race car like a tari- now, call
5: car filling up, I need product again. Treat the business like a playground, might slide on you. Do wrong, on you. Woo-woo-woo. Do a backflip, cause I'm mad rich. I'm the definition of what that is. Go high. Go high. Go high. A go, low. go high. Go high. Go high. Go high. Touchdown like the end zone, like end zone. When the
1: circle turn to my home, can't get me out of my zone. Go hard, go hard, A go home, A go hard, go hard. A go, go, go. A go home. Okay, man, we got it going. Oh, man, so here we go. So uh, we go kick it off right here. All right, so let's make it fun first. This is coming from built different group. And obviously we're going to start with the main guest, Brian Brodes and Jay Tuck. Which rookie makes the most impact this season?
3: You're gonna go hit this one first, Tuck, or you want me to get it? I'll let you go. I'll let you go, Ryan. I think to me, this is the one that I'm gonna struggle with probably the most. Because I have a couple of different answers here I want to give. But I'm going to say, I think that it's going to be Luke Schoonmaker is going to. Because to me, he brings a different dynamic that they don't have with the other tight ends. The other tight ends want to be able to block as a point of attack as well as this guy does. And I think to me, that's where if the Cowboys are going to be serious about getting this ball running again, and I think that it might be a little bit of Mike McCarthy, you know, wanting to kind of dial some things back. But the thing with Schoonmaker is, you put him at the point of attack. You look at Blake Corum, the way that Michigan ran the football, that ball is going behind that tight end. Mm. And I, I think that when you look at and you talk about the guy, and you know, at the OTA practices the other day. He was the one, the one young player, rookie player, that was working on the varsity, like up on the yep. field with the veterans, and everybody else was on the other end. And I was watching Schoonmaker, and I'm thinking, they're thinking now of how they use this guy at the point of attack and how they're going to be able to run the football behind him and how he's going to be able to work with Tyler Smith and then also with, with Terrence Steele. So I, I think initially it's going to be Luke Schoonmaker. is going to be the guy. I think he's underrated as a pass catcher, by the way. I really, really do. I think Michigan's offense doesn't really show how skillful this guy is catching the football. So I think, that, I think Dallas, you know, I, I trust what Linda Wells, the tight ends coach, is going to do with him. Mm. And I love his size. You physically watch him on the field. Like when I saw him personally the other day, he's got ideal size for the position. So that would be the guy I think is going to make the rookie, it's going to make the biggest impact.
0: Hmm.
4: Talk. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but I would say if I had to pick one, right, because like Brian said, there's a few you could pick from, I'm going to go with Mozzie Smith because I feel like the biggest void last year was the Dallas Cowboys with the run defense. So I feel like he's going to be instant improvement what we had as a rotation alongside with Hankin. so a guy that can play in your interior and Mazi even said to himself right he didn't pass rush a lot last year at Mi- or Michigan because that wasn't what he was asked to do he wanted to do what it took to win so I just feel like he's going to be able to get to the next level and actually get to the quarterback as well but most importantly he is going to help our linebackers stay clean most important is guy behind me and Micah Parsons so if I had to go with a guy out of the rookie class who I think is going to have the biggest impact year one it's gonna be Mozzie Smith, I would go for, but I think that Luke, like Brian says, is going to get his opportunity to really shine and play. I just I me personally, I just don't think he's fully just gonna take the reins from Jake Ferguson. I just don't think Ferguson is gonna go out easy. So that's gonna be something we're definitely gonna talk about in camp. But I feel like with Mozzie, there's a clear plan for him. And I think he's gonna have instant impact. So I'm going with Mozzie. Big Mozzie for me. All right. So that's a no, that's a very that's
3: a that's go a good one. No, real quick. I mean, it's a really good one. I I, I know talking to, to some people in the organization. The guy that they really like at the tight ends of all the three is Hendershot. Mm. They're, they're, that, you know, you, when you when you talk to them like, no, Brian, watch Hendershot, watch Hendershot. And yeah, I love Ferguson. I, I think the Schoonmaker pick what we just talked about. But they will tell you to a man that they feel like that Hendershot might be the guy, the best of the three that they have.
2: Mm. No doubt. No doubt. And then if you look at Hendershot, you know, before coming out of the draft, and before the off-the-field situation with D.V., he probably would have been drafted before Jake Ferguson. His average yards per catch was a, lot, a whole lot higher, and I think he got a little bit more wiggle than Jake Ferguson. So yeah, I can see the front office looking at Peyton Hendershot and those likes. So yeah, you're right with that, Brian. Hey,
1: I want to also then ask you, La, like, who is your guys?
2: oh well instant, impact. Yeah, instant uh, I, impact I would have to uh, piggyback off of Jay Tuck we would hope that it is Mozzie you know uh, this Cowboys defense yeah we've been uh, leading the league in INTs uh, in 2021 and then we kind of drop off from that last year but uh, you, you would want your interior to be improving so yeah so if Mozzie can be that guy and I, it goes all the way back Brian can uh, recall to this to the 2010 Green Bay. They had Big big Raji and Colin Jenkins, those big boys yeah. down inside. So if we can replicate that with Big Hankins and, and kick Mozzie to the three-tech role, that can work wonders for the outside guys like the D-laws of the world or even like Parsons. So yeah, we would all hope that it is Mozzie. So I'm hoping that Mozzie will be the bigger impact for this draft class. Big. And don't say um, don't, don't say defense. Don't be
5: <laughs> everybody. Everybody, we, everybody we going with Mozzie. Y'all hey, He's going <laughs> to stick overshown at. It's get ready here. No, no, say, say, here. Here's the thing.
6: I, I already told y'all about overshown, and I don't know that a quarter for from him Southern Miss. There's <laughs> wait, so many. Wait, look. There's so, there's so many other guys that's Cupid. going on with them. So you feel me? We can't just jump out there and say overshown. You, you, you a Texas guy, it. But here's here's the thing, you got to say Mozzie right now just because of the other guys are more, to me, developmental. You got to look at the draft, how they go. I feel like the other guys are developmental. There's not a lot of spots right now, roster spots, that are open, in my opinion. So if you see there's not a lot of roster spots, those first two spots, those are spots that they targeted because they want those guys to play early. That's why you can say Luke, and that's why you can say Mozzie. I'm saying it because y'all know I love defense. And just like Tuck said, I feel like there's a clear plan for him. And plus, the biggest thing I like about Mozzie, and we all talked about this, Jonathan Hankins played with about 20 snaps a game. You got Bohanna around that 18 to 20 snaps. Mozzie played a lot of snaps when he was in college, and I think that's the biggest thing that they can use him for. He's not a guy that you got to sit there and rest him. You can play him a lot of snaps, so I think that can help the rotation. So I feel like that's why there's more of a clear plan. Do I think he's going to have some dominant-type season? No, but I feel like he's going to come in and be really effective and help that defense to what it needs.
1: I know when you speak, I do listen. Mm hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, I think that, you know, not to sound the same as everyone else, but oh the honest God opinion, oh. the, on- the honest, listen, man, the honest deal about this whole situation is that they went out and drafted Miley Smith with the very, very first pick in this draft, and they brought him in to help stop the run. So I think he has to be the best person to actually help us this year. But in this sense, I think that you're going to have a couple packages with Dan Quinn where they look at a 5-2 front or a 4-3 overtight front and you have Bohannon, you have Hankins, and you have him on the field at the same time. And those guys go cover up a center and two guards. And when that happens, baby, it's going to be very hard to run inside. And that's what you're going to have to do to beat teams like the Philadelphia Eagles and teams on the rise, might I say, like the Giants in our own country. That's where I think he has his biggest impact I don't think he has a pro bowl season But I think he's serviceable And I think that he will not lose a bunch of matchups Especially if you put him at a zero And you have the two guards covered Or you put him at a three technique or a tight two eye
1: I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I'm disappointed in everybody. The guest, uh, everybody, everybody, Nick.
4: everybody. What are you about did to do? got a curveball. I think
3: we're actually burying the lead. Hey, OC, how did you know that Parsons was going to be able to rush the passer as well as he did? When you said it in huh? that little clip you watched, how did you know? Because I, I interviewed the scout that saw mm-hmm. him first at Penn State. And they, mm-hmm. he had no idea. He's wow. like, if you told me this guy. Now, we all saw him as a like an off-ball rush linebacker. But what did mm-hmm. you see him to put his hand down? Because in that clip we saw in the opening, you're the only person I've ever seen to ever say that Micah Parsons could be a put-his-hand-down guy. So I, I need that question answered before we get into any of these Rookie,
0: mm. rookie things going on. Yeah, 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 brothers. Uh, so I, I'll tell you. So I mean, the sauce about Michael Parsons is really looking back at some of his high school film, which okay. I looked up okay. at, and I okay. saw okay. the athleticism and the change of direction. Right. But the two yeah. things that jump off the tape when you look at him is this: is his burst and his ability to use his hands and shed. Even when he blitzed yeah. B gaps at Penn State, he was very he effective is. at that. So I saw that it would transliterate to the NFL.
1: That boy said transliterate, yeah. transliterate. That is why that's, like
0: that's
3: why. that's
1: my boy. As a,
0: guy, as a guy with as a Louisiana <laughs> education, here <laughs> yeah,
3: I, I somewhat understood what he was talking about. That translate. You know, that's good. No, that's good. Translite. Not translate. Translite. Transliterate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. transliterate. Yeah. Yeah. transliterate. <laughs> Literally. Literally. It's Better than translate, It's amazing
3: do. because, like I said, that the scout that first saw him at Penn State said, "There's no way." And he goes, "We didn't see it." And you went all the way back to the high school, which makes mm-hmm. perfect sense. Makes absolute yeah, perfect sense now. Really does. Yeah. So, so you know there. what we
1: gotta do? There. Brian Brothers just gave my boy O.C. a lot of love for his eye.
3: No, Salute. he did, he said he's, I, I have not heard anybody else ever.
0: <laughs> O.C. <laughs> no emotions, no friends, no loyalty.
3: Straight business.
0: Straight business. Put hashtag straight business in the chat.
1: I'm hitting what? two oh, buttons, two <laughs> buttons. All the buttons. The, the, the OC. I'm all the
0: no ones. emotions, no friends, no, emotions, no loyalty, no, no business. Just straight business. straight business. Put hashtag straight business in the chat. Now I'm,
1: now I'm getting ready to get on everybody. The guest everybody like all of y'all getting ready to get it um i can't believe what just happened here everybody he's pick Mozzie. he's
3: gonna try and convince us of five five running back <laughs> ah, come on you already right. knew yeah. i was going because how can oh, no. you come on you gotta come on, think offense. Hey. come on brothers you gotta I, think i offense. I, I, no, I hey i love it i love it i mean i didn't have the balls to sit there and say the deuce vaughn at five five yeah. but i'll tell you what the thing about it is, though, I mean, to me, depending on what happens, if Pollard looks fine now. We'll see in the OTA, in the mini camps, and the training camp, and all that. But they, who is that backup running back? Who is going to be that guy? And you know, Deuce Vaughn. I mean, he proved it at Kansas State. He can carry the mail. He's absolutely yeah. proven that. I'm thinking but, it's gonna be
1: him, brothers. I'm gonna tell you why I think it's gonna be him. I think it's gonna be him because he the easiest to see. You know, because like yeah. Mozzie. If Mozzie is going crazy, you know who going to see him? Football people. The crowd yeah. not going to see him, though, right? It's yeah. the football. They going to just lock in on him, in my opinion. But right. I think the guy that's going to be in the space, the guy that's going to rock the crowd, even if he don't deserve it as much, it's going to likely go to Deuce, in my opinion. And I think the, the running back room is just kind of an opportunity. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think – and I want to hear from you all of y'all on this. Jay Tuck brought us – the the two special guests i want to hear from everybody on this like isn't the running back room kind of a vulnerable place right now
2: go ahead well, John. I, i'll jump right on in here and say that it is more so the unknown it is is not mm-hmm. necessarily uh a worse spot because think about this everybody write this down we were top 10 in russian last year And that's without a plan. That's without an action. We ran out of shotgun, you know? And we were the, what, pass rush, win rate. We were, like, at the bottom end of that, like, ranked 31st and 32. So uh, if we come up with a plan, if Mike Solari have his guards to pull and get in front of things, and if you give uh, my guy, uh, Deuce Vaughn, uh, a little space and an opportunity, man, he had just the the same amount of yards as Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs, B. John Robinson. So he's right there in the wheelhouse with those boys. So he would not forget how to run. Mm -hmm. So now all we need is to give that man space. And then we're talking about Tony Pollard. He's already out there. And I can't wait for Brian Brothers to give us some details of what's really going on with Tony Pollard. (laughs) And we still Mm -hmm. have Rojo and everybody else. So this running back core and group made this be even better if we come up with a plan and a strategy and a scheme. Mm.
4: Anybody else got any thoughts
3: on this one? I, I, I
4: agree with you all. I feel like the running back room is the biggest question mark, but I'm trying to pick up on some of the nuggets that Stephen Jones mentioned today in his interview. Cause he mentioned, you know, Ronald Jones, and he also mentored, mentioned Hunter Lumkey, uh, Lukey, um, who was the kind of quote unquote fullback slash running back. So I feel like with Malik Davis, Juice Fawn, Hunter, Ronald Jones, who I just broke down film, it's going to be more of a rotation mm-hmm. behind Tony Pollard. It's going to be able to whoever grabs the the opportunity. Um, now Ronald Jones here in Kansas City, he didn't get much opportunity last year because he was a late signee to Kansas City. So they already kind of had depth, so he didn't get much reps. But when I broke down his film when he was in Tampa, I mean when he get was given the opportunity, I mean he had almost 958 yards. So he's a guy who is capable. I just don't yep. know you know, what's going to be as far as the preference is when it comes to Mike McCarthy and Schottenheimer's offense. Now, I know from the fan favorite perspective, a lot of people are wanting Deuce Vaughn. I feel like they like the explosiveness. But who's going to be that bell cow? It's a 17-game season. Who is going to be that guy who can really take on punishment? Because you definitely want to su- subject uh, Tony Pollard to that amount of punishment. So I feel like Roe Jones and maybe Malik Davis are probably going to get those carries initially. And then just yeah. the certain packages for Deuce Vaughn. But we'll see. It's, it's going to be interesting, uh, you know, room to definitely watch, especially as we get to OTAs and camp.
3: Yeah, I think you guys made some great points about these backs. And, you know, and I know that I was pushing, you know, hard for somehow, some way that B. John Robinson was to get to Dallas. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, and everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, you'll crusty, you know, you this, that, the other <laughs> running back, running game and all that. I just saw a complete back, you know, and I, I felt like that that was going to be something that Dallas. I personally feel like that with Pollard. I think we're looking at Dalton Schultz here. I think we're looking at a one year mm-hmm. franchise tag and then kind of yeah, move well. on the situation. To be honest with you, yeah. So, you know, with that being said, I was I was thinking like, okay, what other directions could they go here? You know, the the, the opportunities, or you know, there were it was a pretty it was a deep. I, deep draft with these running backs. And so right. I was thinking like, okay, maybe they'll grab one here in the third. Maybe they'll grab one here in the fourth. And they just didn't. They just kept pushing it down. And, and Vaughn is a very popular player, and you can watch him play. The thing that I that I worry about the most with him is the blitz pickup stuff. Yep. If you put him on the field, and, and, and if this was the old Kellen Moore administration of calling offensive plays – then I would worry about how he would be used because I got I I made Jerry Jones mad at me one day at training camp when I asked him, Do you feel like you wasted Tony Pollard's career? And he goes, Well, I said I wouldn't say we wasted it. And I said, But you you haven't played him, sir. You haven't figured it out. And they finally right. figured it yeah. out. You yeah, they finally started putting him on the field. So under Kellen Moore, maybe, maybe, maybe no back thrives, you know, in, in this situation. But I my right. hope is that that Brian Schottenheimer, Mike McCarthy, that you kind of figure out because the one thing now, let me ask you guys this, and 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 I know you guys will give me an honest answer about it. Do you feel like there was? Do you worry about the the top end speed or the long speed for Deuce Vaughn when you watch him play? I mean, like his ability to finish runs, and I don't mean runs with yeah. power. I mean runs like he gets fetched, you know. And yeah. that's, I mean, I think the initial quickness, the burst, and things like that are really good. But I worry about him, like any. You're, you're talking
2: about long
0: breakaway runs.
2: Well, well let me say this. We we, we see. Yeah. Let before. me let me jump in oh, real go ahead, quick. Go
0: ahead. Go ahead. Real, real quick, Walt. and then i will kick right back to you. So here's the thing about Deuce uh, He is quicker than his fast.
1: I hey, think that I the there the is, is a hole in this running run back.
0: The
1: walk oh, yeah.
2: you, man. Come back. Ooh. We good. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> you, you good go law oh well what i was gonna say here is top end speed we didn't see that a lot and i'm not finna don't shank me with the butter knife y'all we didn't mm-hmm. see that a lot with emmett he ate what he could and he got out yeah. of bounds and that's what i want to see with deuce Vaughn. eat what you can and then get out of bounds it will be a, a minute where it's, it's going to be hard for them to find out where you at get what you can and get out of bounds he would not i seen him in college get caught from behind. So he don't have that mm-hmm. top end speed as relates to breakaway. Tony Pollock got that. You like it's hard to see Tony Pollard yeah, get caught exactly. from behind. He's yeah. got that next level. Yeah. So 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 we we're not going to have the best of it all, but let me kick one back at you Brian Brothers. Who's mm-hmm. the blocking running back for the Eagles or the Kansas City Chiefs to pick up blitzes and yeah. things like that?
3: Yeah, see, that's that's the thing. I mean, I, I I don't know. I know in the old, I know in the old administration, like I said, the Kellen Moore, and I know how important. Because I used to talk to um, when uh, Skip Pete about this. You know, I used to talk mm-hmm. to him about when you when, how when do you feel like that you could put guys on the field? When did you feel comfortable putting Pollard on the field? And he said, when when I knew when I knew that he was not going to get overwhelmed. When I knew that, like mm-hmm. I knew he would step up, and I knew he'd deliver a blow, and and I used to tell him, I'm like, if they run over you, that's not a bad thing. If they run that's over right. you, they, that's at least you're giving the quarterback a chance. So to me, that's a I, I I think in this in this day and age, and, and if you've got to be able, and you know the little clips we were showing there, you know, Deuce stepped up and picked up a, a blitzing linebacker in the Texas clip you just showed. You know, it was an initial shot enough to get mm-hmm. the ball out you know maybe that's what he has to do but i i, I don't think if the, the one thing that i would worry about if you play him a bunch does he become a liability in that you know that's the only thing i the the long speed i could live with or you know, the lack of the yeah. blitz pickup stuff again if they're telling me the ball is going to come out quicker and that's something that that jerry jones said yeah, today, today that mm-hmm. you know of course mm-hmm. they're going to try and do but if you know if it turns into okay, they have to have somebody in there that can blitz, pick up on those third downs and stuff. They have to be mindful of that until they figure out really what they have with with Deuce and and can he handle that job at you know at his height of, at five five.
1: Hey, I gotta flip it real quick and then we go get big in here. I want to flip it to something that because uh, I don't want to run out on on Brian and, and Tuck.
3: No, go ahead. You're fine. You guys be are good? good. Keep going. Okay. We're good. Keep rolling. Let's go. Well,
1: the thing is, just flipping it, (laughs) the draft is built perfectly for a return of Zeke, and that's what you said the day after the draft took, and Mm Dez agreed with you. Uh, I definitely agree with you as well, so I want to kind of talk about that, and I want to just lay out my concerns, and I want to go around a circle just real quick. I've been thinking about this, and I'm going to kind of hear everybody's wisdom out. I've been thinking about – that we have a void in our red zone run game, our short yardage and closing out games. I mm-hmm. And I was talking to Tuck about this today and I want to kind of hear from you and everybody about who fits a, a, a Schottenheimer run scheme best, Pollard or Zeke. And when I start thinking about that, I was like, you know what, Zeke is more of a need than what we think he is. So let me go around a circle. I'm gonna start with you, Big, because you've been hanging out, um, and then yeah, we'll get Bron and and
6: and and Tuck and everybody else.
3: Yeah, you guys got it. You guys got this covered. Well,
6: I, <clears throat> I mean, of course, I know, I know you'd love Zeke to come back, and I ain't oh. no Zeke coming back. <laughs> I know you love oh. Zeke to come back. I I, I know you love it. And I ain't hating on it, uh you know, because you, like you said, you can't replace 12 touchdowns. You right. can't replace that. He almost had a thousand yards rushing. If he wasn't injured, probably would have hit the thousand yard mark. So you would have had 2,000 yard backs. um But, uh, you know, I'm going to throw a monkey wrench in it, and I oh. know it probably couldn't happen, but we just we just got $20 million right on the cap. Dalvin mm. Cook could be possibly released, Ooh. dog. I don't mm. care. Yeah. If you <laughs> get a Dalvin <laughs> Cook. Hey, I mean, just No. I'm.
4: Well, God, mean, don't you now saying. hold on let, him, let him cook well, let cook fight hold now let hold that on. man hold cook I,
6: I, okay well, let me <laughs> you can fight me yeah, all so. I'm saying I've, <laughs> I've been talking about it before, way before this like months Ooh. when they was talking about cutting them and whatever and talked about them on the show yeah. now for one year okay it can, one year maybe two but one year why not I mean I know Zeke powerful bag short yardage yes okay but dog if you can have it for a year when you got pollard and it's not like cooks is is he he can't run in between the tackles You can do that and you can figure out a way to make it happen with them for a year and you don't tell me you couldn't like that backfield and it, and honestly do we really want tony pollard getting the 20 carries and do we no. really see him and you just right. said schottenheimer is more geared to the more physical type yep. back. so now why not run two of these guys at you where you got a two-headed monster where you don't know where it's coming from i think that's something that you should look at i know zeke but that's something they should look at because they got the money to do i got a box on this i got a box on this It's Go the, box the only
1: box is this this is the only box availability that's it you know what i mean in terms of player i do like the juice from cook but in terms of a guy that showed that he's durable that's gonna give you 12 touchdowns even on a bad leg i gotta go with the guy that's available
0: well i gotta fight your back well oh, no, you i really broke down that's why you go watch my video ball, wife wife if you watch my mom, video you wife would have it <laughs> no, listen, no, don't don't wi-fi that
1: is Wi Fi.
0: Yeah, yeah, you
2: Wi
1: Fi. This Wi Fi. Yeah, come
5: out and come in. Oh, oh, man.
2: Man. Come, on me. Me. come on,
0: Wi Fi. Come on, Wi Fi. Come on, Wi Fi. Wi dog. You gotta get that Wi Fi. No, 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 wait. I think okay. you
5: go ahead and say No, who else want to
0: fight you? No, I'm good. Wait a second. Wait a second. I'm good. Oh, you are good. I'm good. You good? Go. No, I'm good. You go. Cook. All right. So look, here's the thing, man. Look, he had a bum, uh, a shoulder. He's had an uh, like, ankle. He's had you know, a, a, a shoulder surgery in February. But listen, he no was wrong 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 over 1,000 yards. He pressed
2: uh, press up, up, up down, down, left, right, A-B selection. Uh, uh, he was doing
5: good, too. He was doing so good. He was doing so good. And, hey, I
1: wanted to hear it because he was jumping on guy. my team
6: on it. That's what I wanted
3: to hear, Because he was on my team. I was. That's what I wanted was 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 on my team. Uh, was on Big my just team. lost an ally. Big just lost know. an ally yes. because know, of yes. the internet. Yeah. I was like, he was, yeah. it was, it was yeah. rocking with I, me. I got you, <laughs> Big. Yeah. I
1: Oh, you got I me. Know. I'm glad. You know, he know, I know, I'm just gonna be
2: I'm because he
4: went to Florida State. So, yeah, he, you know he, i'm no-blooded man, yeah,
6: I'm, yeah, I'm, let's man go. Man. Let's I'm, go.
4: I want to kind of circle back, right? Because the reason why I sent that tweet originally is kind of like what Brian said. Like, it was for me to try to figure out the Luke Schoonmaker draft pick because yeah. when that pick got called I really didn't understand it so I had to kind of roll up my sleeves and do some research I'm like okay like Brian said they want to get stronger at the point of contact they want to kind of run better in the trenches and then once they kind of added on Hunter Key, and then I did the research in regards to Brian Schottheimer's philosophy of being more of a power guy I was just like that's Zeke, you know what I'm saying? So me, it's just thinking that Zeke would be the perfect fit because one, he's already accustomed to everything in Dallas. So it wouldn't be much of a learning curve. And then two, you you pretty much solve the huge issue that Boss Cowboy, and also I have as well, is who's going to be your pass pro guys? So like Brian just said, yeah. we're trying to get the ball out quicker, but we always know it's not going to be the case. There's going to be some seven-step drops. There's going to be some situations. And we saw Tony Pollard get smoked malik davis is still very green deuce vaughn with his five five stature can he really hold up so then it really comes down to to maybe ronald jones and when i broke down the film on him the other day from pass pro it really isn't there so that is one of my huge concerns especially if you're going to do a lot of shifting with the offensive line you at least have to have a second layer of protection for dak prescott so for me personally i would like to have Ezekiel elliott back but if not i'm all for getting dalvin cook if i had to pick between the two though y'all put me in a really bad <laughs> situation you know what i'm saying but yeah. i don't mm-hmm. go well, ahead say so well, you're well, gonna let, take 4.5 yards 4.5 yards again 4.5
2: yards let me 4. Say 4. sell man. this on a marketing oh, aspect oh, don't oh. nobody sell more jerseys than the cowboys right think about this the ohio state it got a big old o in it right Think about Ezekiel Elliott with the number zero back in the silver and blue with the star on the side Man, of the helmet. it will uh, 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 make Jerry Jones. Uh, hey, 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 Lord, if
6: they sign Dalvin Cook, they're going to have Ooh. all kind of jerseys. you going to tell me oh, everybody yeah. in Dallas yeah. land ain't going to be doing flips if they sign yeah. Dalvin Cooks. Yeah, they are. Man, on, man,
0: and, I'm big really big and big real Stop. quick look here's the here's the thing Delvin kill cook every time you switch i think it does it go back to the big uh go back to the screen no, box it's not me, it's you, you i think it no, go, go back to right, the other right, screen all right, all right. Oh, go back to the screen go back to the screen make no go right there okay let's see go Okay, so look. Here's the thing: Delvin Cook rushed for four thousand yards in two and four straight seasons. Boss, go back to the big screen. Go back head? to the screen showing everybody. Everybody. Go man. back oh, to the screen that so shows you everybody. Think, you
1: think more pitches is gonna work? Okay, go. Yeah,
0: I think. That,
1: yeah, I think that's better. Does that work? No.
0: Oh my <laughs> gosh, <laughs> man! I don't know, man. Go, the, <laughs> Lord, the, the Lord, the Lord made it Okay, fine. Hey, this is cool. uh,
1: it's okay. The yeah, cool. Lord didn't I want you today. The got, Lord got, didn't want got, you. But you got, you got some praise. Hey, early, man, so you man, you, force force
0: you got some oh, oh, he praise early. you got You hey, scouted up, hey.
3: hey, up Parsons. You deserve all you got the got credit. Yeah, yeah, so you got some credit. Whatever
0: you got 1000 season, boss.
1: Oh
3: my God! If
1: they don't tell you to go pay for some Wi Fi, I don't know what's gonna do it, brother. <laughs> hey, hey, hey,
0: hey, man! Don't don't start that bull crap, man! I paid for so much stuff out here to where I live, man! I paid for so that. much oh, stuff out here. Me. Please don't start fuss that. At me. Oh, you gonna just don't fuss start that. Me. don't, don't oh, even start that. Don't start that crap. Oh, don't start that talking about opinion. pay for oh, Wi Fi. Don't not say nothing about me. paying for okay. Wi Fi okay. or, or anything. I pay for so much stuff, man! Please, man, get out
1: of here. It's working. It's working. Yeah, he the fight cowboy. I got the fight
0: cowboy it's gonna work. Yeah, well finish, your, bo- point. finish work. your point. Finish your point. Man, up. look, up. man, up. Delvin, up. Cook up. Right, Del- Delvin Cook rushed Cook rushed for four, for over a thousand yards in four consecutive seasons, even though he was injured. He was injured all of this year and he didn't miss a game and he rushed for over eleven 1, hundred yards. So I'm saying, yes, he has missed twenty-four games in his career, but overall throughout the his career minus the acl year he's been pretty consistent being in on in the game now you have the issue of ezekiel elliott that spoils you right because he misses like one maybe two games in seven years but most backs are gonna miss a game or two because they're nicked up over the course of a season we've just been spoiled because we've had ezekiel elliott who's been super naturally durable in my opinion go ahead boss What? You did I do that? Get the was that me yeah,
1: yeah. you hating? Yeah. No, nah, yeah. I mean
6: good points. I didn't, good.
1: No, I didn't it, I didn't think just, you was gonna it, talk it, me just, into yeah. it. You actually kinda talked me into it. I I really did think you was gonna be able to talk me into it. I, but but no, actually you did you did not talk me into it. Like no. Talk about it. You gotta go with Zeke, bro. Like, who, let, who, me ask, who, let me ask. Who, who you. We man. got Brian Brothers here. Let we gotta yeah. ask the insider who actually in the building. What yeah. does leadership and Zeke's leadership or a player's leadership mean to the team versus an outsider?
3: No, I tell you what. They absolutely love the player, but I hate to break this to you guys. As I, I seriously was talking with Adam Uh-oh. Pacifica, the cap, the cap guy. Oh, I said, hey man, you got millions and millions of dollars available ready to go he says brian don't even think about it it's already spent and i said oh, oh okay so ah, it is yeah I, I love i love the discussion i love the okay. debate about uh, a cook i love it <laughs> But so yeah time. he yeah the cap the cap guy looked at me and goes don't even ask brian it's spent it's gone fun. don't even don't even think because i hell i was trying to think well, you know, how can we get Hopkins? How could we get, yeah. you know, I'm starting to think about all these things. And I'm like, so I just point blank asked the guy, ran into him. I said, Hey, you got money now. He goes, Brian's spent. It's always spent every year. I worked for the Cowboys 14 years. The money was always spent. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, but he's got stuff coming up with. He's got to figure out the whole thing with, with digs. He, that's going to be big. He's got to figure out the parsons he's got time on he's got time on lamb mm, uh, you know so he's steel. got some things that he's yeah he's got to think about steel they mentioned yeah so there's things that they've already kind of earmarked you know they've got this i saw it one time this huge spreadsheet and they've got it already broken out like five years you know of what it would kind of cost them to do business and so i was like you know hey here we go that kind of thing so Anytime they think about we talk about on the radio or dot dot com or whatever about adding players, you just I just know in my heart, my mind, as much as I love the debate, it's just not what they're going to do because they've already got money, they've already got money earmarked for other projects that they're going to have to work on. So that's how I look at that. But I think Cooks would be. I mean, to me, let me just give you that my, the thing that disappoints me right now about the running back situation is they've got a guy that's capable of being everything that we want him to do, and that's right. Malik Davis. Mm-hmm. Malik Davis spit the bit on them in the San Francisco playoff game. Mm-hmm. That was a problem yeah. for them. That was, a, that was a big issue. Remember when Pollard went down, what did they do? They went straight Zeke. They didn't ever – Malik Davis never got a sniff, never, never showed right. up. And that week leading up to the game, there were some questions that Malik Davis had about, you know, well, hey, am I ever going to get a chance? My, you know, why work hard? Why do this? Why do that? And and the the staff, the staff got to the point where they they were you know where they were like, okay, fine, you know, we'll, we'll we'll play with who we we need to play with, and that was it. That was that happened the week of the. It happened the week of the 49er game. And he didn't get Man, the opportunity. and he is it he is the one guy mm-hmm. that when you when you watch him play, he's got the power. He's got the finish. He's got the uh-huh. ability, the wiggle, and the, and the and the and the the elusiveness to his game that you're like, you know, and, and we were and we were screaming. I know Zach Wolchuk and I were doing the post-game and we were like, why did Malik Davis? And then once I dug mm-hmm. in, it was like there was a lot of questions about that going into that game, and that's why he didn't get to sniff. So maybe things have changed. You know, Skip Pete moves on. you got a new running back coach, new offense, right. or Some things have changed. Maybe Malik Davis, all of a sudden, that was the wake-up call that all of a sudden we're looking at it now and like, we don't need to worry about the back situation because Malik Davis, is, his, his mm-hmm. mind has changed. He's focused. He's ready to play, and, uh, and here we go. Who's the Who's the new running back coach? By the way, it's the it's the guy that was the the former offensive line assistant, uh, uh, Blasco Jeff Blasco is yeah. Now don't okay. This is one of those times when you go. Oh wait, uh, offensive line coach becomes running back coach. Yeah, it's it's a different room, man. That's one of those things. That's a room you don't want to walk into. That's a That's that's a character room right there. A bunch of guys, you know, a bunch of egos and stuff. So Blasco's gonna have his hands full, but I remember when being in Green Bay with Andy Reed. Andy Reed mm-hmm. was a tight ends tackles coach and then he became the quarterback coach. So, I mean, he, he was coaching Brett Favre. So you're thinking, mm. well, well, okay, well, so sometimes when you get an offensive line coach and they move him to a skill position, then you get a deal where you get he understands blocking schemes, and now he can learn the perimeter game, and that helps, you know, that helps the the overall. Um, you know the coaching staff as well, and he can convey that to, you know, his running backs working with the offensive line. It may be a little bit better fit, but yeah, it's it's again, it's McCarthy, and you know, I was sad to see Skip Pete leave. I I had a relationship with Skip, you know, mm. but uh, you know, he's he's off, and Jeff's going to try and do just as good a job as 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 Skip did, but also too about Zeke, I just think that all jerry talks about is potential bringing it back potential bringing it back
4: Hmm.
3: i i just don't i think that everybody else in the organization is moved on i think they've all moved on and you know and that's i think that's where we're at right now when it looks uh, looks for with with zeke no doubt no doubt
1: so everybody everybody hearts just dropped like whoa. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Well, I mean, I didn't, be the, I didn't mean to be the
3: bearer of bad no, news. I just think, yeah, hell, I was trying. You know, I, I was, you know, I was Roshon Johnson. I was yeah. sitting there screaming, you know, in the draft. I'm like, please, just take Roshan Johnson here, Roshan. you know. I'm, I'm, and I'm yeah. just kind of going on and on and yeah. on, you know. And and everybody's looking sense. at me on the draft show, like, shut the hell up, us They're yeah. not going to take yeah. him back here, you know. And then, you know, and then it worked out with yeah. with Deuce. But yeah. I, right. I just kind of feel like. The the, the, the the X factor, if you want to say that, and I hate when I say that, but I just said it. When you when you talk about a guy that we're kind of not talking about, it might be that Malik Davis. It mm, might yeah. be him that all of a sudden, the the change, the change with all the staff and a new OC might put him in a little bit better position this time around. They yeah. Say it's I over.
1: Think- real quick i'm sorry to cut you off real quick they say there's over 600 people watching and only two It's all because of likes. you guys
3: and the bad internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a comedy <laughs> hour right now, man. We're <laughs> Come on, Come on, hey, I, 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 I thought I was I work for yeah, I work for I work yeah, for a ten billion dollar company that has bad internet. So don't feel bad about your internet, bro. Don't, yeah, don't, don't, don't feel bad about your internet. My my ten billion dollar company's got bad
0: internet. So don't feel <laughs> Thank bad. you, Brian. I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. No, i got your back, man.
3: Hey, anybody that could like again, anybody can tell me that Micah Parsons can run the passer he's got a big check mark in my book for sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah he yeah. said that my boy oc
1: said that d-day of the draft as they was leading up to picking michael parsons mm-hmm. so amazing you know
5: great great uh, he, he insight right did, there and i'm gonna brag great on insight. him a
1: little bit uh yeah. my brother he also hit big on tyler smith like it was a you know he he was he was predicting tyler smith so it's a lot of mm-hmm. I love the skill. A lot of good you
3: guys are doing. A lot of good you're doing yeah. in the world. Brian, all we need good. from
1: you then is just a couple of recommendations and then all you can do or just open up the, the draft show to us and we got you. You can retire. <laughs> I, I'm trying to get.
3: Hey, if you guys want to take that thing over, man, go at it. It's it, hey, no, it's we a tra- lot of work, no, a lot no, of fun. No, we trying to come underneath your wing. We go be like, we go be like, hey, hey man, what, man, man be, uh, hey, you guys are doing fine. You don't need me. I'm. Yeah, we you guys you, out you, on the we lake. Six hundred people watching
1: because you just said you you tweeted. I want to talk to Boss and Jay Tuck, and six hundred <laughs> people have showed up. That's how powerful. No, I'm just. Playing I
3: appreciate.
5: It. It. I will you say that hey,
4: it, it it does hurt though knowing that Malik Davis didn't get carries in the playoffs because. Because of some in-house yeah. friction, yeah. because you know, yeah. sitting yeah. out there at the game in San Francisco when Tony Pollard yeah. went down, was crazy. first exactly. I felt sick. That's felt the sick. story. Like, yeah. yeah, but I was like, all right, that's the story. Let's go, Malik, yeah. and it's just like, all right, let's 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 go, Malik. Like, right. lit, well, lit, well, you wonder
3: sometimes what happens to these players, and you get, and then you yeah. learn after the yeah. fact, and yeah. you go. Really, and they're like, "Yeah, it wasn't. It was there were questions on both sides, and yeah. that's the, the kid didn't get the chance to play. It's a yes. shame. It really so, is. Like
1: basically pouting, you're pouting, you, you showing. Yeah, had a level of and it. That, yeah. that, but that like happened.
3: I say, to, a totally new, new coordinator, yeah. new running back you coach, new that. line coach. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, that, let maybe let me ask that's you something real quick. Yeah,
1: because yeah. you speaking on something didn't that happen to Tristan Hill?
3: Oh yeah. Tristan, oh, yeah, man, that wow. was, I'll tell you what, Rod Marinelli, Rod Marinelli, and his his wife will probably call me up. She'll probably watch this show and call me up and rip me for saying this. She's done that before. I'm sorry, Mrs. Marinelli. I really, you know, your husband, oh, her husband's a wonderful human being. She, she called me up after a show one time on 105.3 The Fan. She goes, Brian, and I'm like, uh, yes, you know, oh, Mrs. Marinelli. I'm like, hello, yes, well, you know, but anyway. But say you know I was talking about something and but yeah Rod I mean I mean it was amazing Rod he he did all the legwork on Tristan Hill he did all the legwork on him yeah and you know he thought he was he thought he was this um, he could be this special player and he he just wasn't and you know the scouts were like listen you know this is what we're hearing Rod and he's like oh well I really don't I'm not hearing that I don't see that I think he, you know and then Rod turned on him. I mean just turned on it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and that's and that's the thing that's sad is as a scout, when you mm-hmm. fight your ass off and you go down there Orlando and you're looking at these players and you're going through and doing all this stuff, and then all of a sudden the coaches walk in, they say, Well, hey, we want to do this, we wanna do this, we wanna do this and you're then you're like going, Well, you know, I don't go in there and call third down defenses. You know, I don't I don't you know, I'm mm. not calling pass plays. Mm. You know, I'm trying to do my job as a scout. I'm not stepping mm-hmm. in and calling, you know, goal line defense so that's what the problems that scouts deal with will mcclay's done a really good job though of bringing everybody together there was a time where that wasn't the case that really wasn't and will's done a really nice job of getting everybody everybody on that same page whether it's the coaches the scouts and then the jones family who is you know in itself uh, something you have to deal with uh, but rod rod going back on tristan rod
5: mm.
0: he
3: loved the player and then he turned on the player and then that's where oh. the, again as a scouting department you go you know damn we you know we had the guy right we had him right we just you know we, we you know we we went the wrong way on the pick
4: so then Tristan really just lost his sponsor in-house, right, because yep. nobody really had That's back. it, man.
3: So, hey, you've learned the not... word right there. When you lose your sponsor, <laughs> you when you lose your sponsor, you got you no. Know, I lost my sponsor working in the scouting department. Larry Lacewell had enough of Bill Parcells. I didn't have anybody to defend me anymore. Wow. And right. Bill and I right. go way back. Bill and I go all the way back to 1992 when I was in Green Bay. Had a great relationship. Glad he came to the Cowboys because we were going the wrong way. You know, and I, and I got to the point where I was fighting him every damn day. But I, I also, the Joneses, Larry protected me to the Joneses. And Bill, once Larry left, once Larry quit, then I was the next one out the door. Now, that's not a, I'm you know, Bill can do whatever he wants. But you lose your sponsor, you got no chance in a building. You really, really don't.
1: Wow. Woo. Right. So basically, life is chance and who you know.
4: Mm. Yeah,
3: yeah, but, yeah, that's like I said, I, I did a talk, I, I, yeah, I didn't mean to be like taking over the show or anything, but yeah, like, I did a talk for, this I did a talk insight. with, a, no, no, mm. I did a talk with a media group, uh, these kids, at uh, uh, college here in, in Dallas, I did a, a talk and they're saying, you know, it's a media group and they're like, oh, well, hey, well, Brian brought it, it's DallasCowboys.com and they're, you know, and they're saying all these things and, and the first thing I says, is, guys, there's not one thing I studied in school that got me my job, not mm. one. I'm sorry, I don't mean to. And then the professor looked at me like, "Oh, that's great, Brian. <laughs> You're supposed to tell these <laughs> kids that." <but laughs> <you know, laughs> i but I tell the stories about
5: me being a scout,
3: like, oh. me being a scout, and then you know, losing an opportunity, and then you know, one door you know closes another one opens. But yeah. that's what how it happens. You you go from these, you know, you go from getting let go to like, hey, would you like to talk about this stuff? Yeah, but the, there's some sometimes there's none of this stuff that you're studying in school ever, ever gets you a job. It's just sometimes it's right place, right time. People trust you. You know, they yeah. trust you, you can do the job.
0: Hey, and it's oh, um, I have a dudes. super quick well, I have a really quick question. It says I got you, sure. Um sure. You know, Avante Collins, speaking of being politic, Avante yeah. Collins seems like he played really well this last preseason. And he didn't really get much run. What's the word and the thought from what you know about him? Because I thought he was a guy that actually they thought about in Minnesota as a guy that potentially could start, right? He went and played a year for Pittsburgh. He came here. He played pretty well as far as the tape I saw, especially versus Denver in the uh, preseason. He never got any run when we had injuries. What's up with that?
3: Yeah, I didn't really have a real story about him or anything where anybody was telling me that You know this this guy. You know we're we're missing on this guy, or this guy has problems. I mean, there's a lot of times when you do this and the more you guys do this you'll you'll build your sources and stuff like that and the more people you talk to that like hey why did this happen or why did that happen mm-hmm. but they they never really ever said anything negative about the player so I mean it was one of those things like mm, okay maybe that's you know they make you know they make decisions and stuff like that we all know that but sometimes yeah. these players cut themselves yeah sometimes they just cut themselves in that case I didn't, I really wasn't kind of thinking about, you know, like I when you, you, know, when you ask, it's like, ah eh, well, it wasn't anything, you know, and it wasn't when when anything terminal or anything like that. Just didn't, right. didn't have the fit there. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. Since, since we're asking all
2: of these good questions, so what was the storyline on Jabril Cox? And you know, know why quick. did he get a play in time? What was going on with? with okay. You know, and, and okay,
1: quick, I want to be courteous to, he has two minutes he got a, no, no, I'm good, man. Let's okay. keep rolling. I'm fine. I fine. I, okay, I,
3: I, this might be the last show I ever do. I'm on the table tomorrow for a heart procedure. <laughs> uh-huh. We'll see. This might Ooh, be the man. last one I ever. Did.
5: Yeah. I, I want to go
3: out on a bang. But no, the the thing about it is the um, you know the, the thing. I I just think that to to me that uh, the okay, mm. I, it's it's kind of it's it's kind of it's kind of a tough situation to to. To kind of to talk about him in that way and stuff like that, because you know there's there's certain factors that lead into decisions on these players, and you know I was like, like I say, you get there's some of these kids you hear about that they do this or they do that, and they really don't, you know, they don't they don't just don't fit in or they don't, and you're kind of like, man, this guy's playing pretty well for you. Why would you? And you know they they just they just didn't feel like that he was good enough that it was just you know he when i talked to george about him i'm like i talked to george edwards and again i'm sorry i'm not name dropping i'm just trying to tell you these guys are gone now these are guys i worked right. with george a long time and mm-hmm. you know i knew jabril from lsu and all that i knew his story you know so i was like i was so happy that he got a chance to go and hmm. george was telling me he goes listen brian every time it's like one step forward two steps back mm-hmm. you know and you, you put him out there you know he's known for a you know being able to cover He's uh, been able to know that, you know, he can play. He you know, was okay playing the run. He tackles well enough. He's, you know, he, he doesn't bust his assignments and things like that. But every time that they gave him an opportunity, he would, okay, we're seeing it here. We're seeing it. He's, he's flashing. Here we go. And then, then it's like four or five plays or, you know, reps or whatever. And it's like, man, this guy's just not getting it. He's not picking it up. He's not where he needs to be. You know, and that's that's the big, and we'll see. I mean, in in the OTAs, he's getting a lot more work now than he was before. So maybe the more work, and maybe the knee is coming around to where he's feeling better about it, and that will lead him to better plays. But talking to George, I mean, George to say, "Hey, I love the kid. I just can't get him to pick up everything that we're trying to do." you know, and get him out on the field enough for for us to be able to feel comfortable using. And coaches won't do – coaches won't play kids unless they feel like that they know exactly what's going on. Good point.
2: Big. Yeah.
1: Well, (laughs) no, I was just saying because he said he – I mean, you know, I I had
6: been talked about that with Jabril Cox. You know, I had uh, one of my guys on my show, his name is Mike. Uh, why? And we have been talking about, you know, Jabril Cox and we And, you know, yeah. that was the thing that why was he not getting on the field? And they were saying he was not grasping the the language of the defense. He wasn't. The there you concept, go. It was not. There you it go. wasn't processed. He wasn't processing the information fast enough and they didn't feel comfortable. But I also feel like you just mentioned, Brian, that knee the first time I saw him in camp, I saw him yeah. still favoring that knee. And I just yeah. felt like he still didn't have the confidence in that knee and the compound him not catching it, catching on with the the, the language and the verbiage. And then you yeah. still kind of favoring that knee because I saw it in camp. They probably were just like, we don't have the confidence to put you out there because the speed of the game is going to be just too fast and we can't have blown assignments. So that's why he's probably like the way he is. But hopefully. It comes in, but like you said, you got Demar Overshone, you got Devin Harper. Yeah. Those all those guys are trying to really prove themselves, so the t- yeah. the clock is ticking on him. Mm-hmm.
3: No, there's no question. You're absolutely right, and your and your your source, or your, the the gentleman you talked to, was exactly right about you know what was said about Cox, and you know, and they're hopeful. They're hopeful again. There's another position where you know Scott McCurley, who was the assistant linebacking coach, is now the full time linebacking coach, and I'm sure that he worked with Jabril Cox. A lot, you know, when sometimes the backup guys work with the the assistant coaches or the backup coaches, if you want, to the position coach. And so maybe Scott has some way of getting to – I hope he can get to Clark and Cox and get those kids playing like they did at LSU.
1: Real quick, I want to jump in and just kind of ask, what do everybody see as – a potential pitfall to a championship with this Dallas Cowboys, because it's a it's a lot that's coming together. I start, I will start. More. My first thing that I would say that I see as a potential pitfall that could hurt this team from winning a championship would be first, I would say politics. I think that's mm-hmm. one of the last little humps that we got to get over. Um, but then I would also say the running game. Um, I would also say. The running game in terms of red zone that would be my major thing the red zone as well as how do we close our games but that's it you know and when i say politics i want to be very specific and and i want to kind of talk to you about this too brian it seems to me and maybe you can talk me out of this but it seems to me that there is a philosophy of prioritizing the draft picks Mm -hmm. over the free agents right and and I understand that it's a business, right? To where you're trying to save on the cap by investing into your own guys. But I do believe that every now and then, Steven overreaches, like to where he overbets and overpushes for those draft guys to where competition can't have its natural way. I don't think that hurts us greatly, but I think that hurts us about 5%. You know, so I just wanted to kind of get your feedback on that and and thoughts.
3: Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll open up the floor. I, I'm interested too in hearing what everybody else says. I've done a lot of okay, talking okay, already, okay, good, but yeah, good. if you could, I just guys jump in and I'll I'm I'm listening to you guys right now and and I, and I I have a thought too as well, but I'll let you guys have a have a well, crack I'm, at this one. Yeah, I'm gonna just jump in
6: and say one uh, thing but, right quick. The only thing I'm gonna say is injuries. I feel like. Um, Injuries are going to be every year, but Dallas has been relatively injury free the last couple years. If we saw twenty twenty, and we saw the debacle of the injuries and how he's and he's really that's one thing I like about him. He really knows how to rest the veterans, and he really is good at keeping those guys fresh for the whole year. So I think that's that's the biggest thing. If we say Dallas stays relatively injury free like it has, I think the team has got a great mix of young and old. I feel like it comes together, but I think a major injury to like a major player could could be uh, something that could definitely derail it. So I would say those injuries, especially a major one, could re- really derail the season for me.
0: Yeah, man, I'll hop in big right after you and say this to be more granular. I think that honestly, an injury to a running back or an injury to an offensive guard or tackle in particular. Yeah, um to really yeah. derail and hurt us a lot right. because right now and this is where I really greatly disagree with the Dallas Cowboys strategy. You had a chance to sure up and address that left guard position in the draft with several good guys that could play guard or tackle or even go with Osiris, who was available even in the second round and pick him up. But obviously, the Cowboys believe um, in hey Josh Ball. They want to give him a chance. He's like the cat with nine lives. He went the left tackle, right tackle. Now they're playing him at guard. So we'll see how he does there. Yes, he is a good run blocker. But you're depending on him, right? Are you depending on Fairnock? Excuse me for mispronouncing his name. Uh, but you're depending Four, yeah. on those guys to play this. Porniak, thank you. You're, you're depending on those guys to play very, very well. And then you have the injury history of Tyron Smith at right tackle, and you don't have Terrence still available to start off the season. So if he goes down early, and then you don't have a Matt Walensko ready to go, right? Or if one of these left guards get injured, that could be a major problem. And also going, circling the block about this, the running back thing, I think, is a concern because, look, you know for sure that, or you should know, Tony Pollard is not a bell cow. He's not a guy that's go total more than 20 times a game. And then you're really depending on Ronald Jones to have a resurgence and have a great year and be that thumper. Because if he goes down, I mean, look, Malik, I think he's solid. I think he has burst. I'm not sure if he's a thumper. But I think that it hurts you a lot if a guy like Ronald Jones gets hurt and he's not a in-between-the-tackles running back for you. So that those would be my two.
4: Yeah, I would say my biggest concern to kind of piggyback off what O.C. just said is the lack of continuity when it comes to the offensive line. Like, I'm just not a fan, even though I'm a fan of co- cross-training, I just feel like there's a lot of musical chairs going on right now. And I feel like this idea of maybe Tyron Smith being your right tackle and moving Terrence around, that's just, I'm just not comfortable with that. So I feel like what the Cowboys yeah. really need to do is find their best five. And me personally, I just don't believe there's a way you can convince me that tyron smith is a better right tackle than terrence still if healthy right so i just feel like that's going to be my biggest concern is that they're getting too uh creative with the offensive line and just not going with your, your pure best five so that's going to be one of my area and then also what we just talked about i just feel like the linebacker core does need some added depth there um moved on from anthony barr who he was kind of just a guy right but he was a solid guy and as brian mentioned when it comes to the linebacker position it's just not about ability and talent and sideline to sideline speed it's also about up here iq right so can you really grasp the game mentally and you still just have a lot of young guys at that position so i would like the cowboys to actually bring in another veteran guy at the linebacker position because we saw what happened last year when lve went down our defense looked kind of different especially in the run defense so that's the two areas of improvement i'll definitely be focused on for the cowboys to kind of solidify to make this team much better as far as championship contention.
2: Well, well, those are all brilliant points, man. But just to say about this with linebackers, they play so much nickel anyway. So you only talk about two, two linebackers out there. And uh, last year, uh four out of the five guys on the offensive line moved around like musical chairs and mike mccarthy still figured out ways to win 12 games yeah and what normally happened with the previous administration with jason garrett when you have someone injured you feel it right you absolutely feel it and we lose plenty of games so i'm quite sure with his overall philosophy hope mike solari can can help out with everything with his uh offensive line situation, but I think that they banking on Chuma Edoga and they banking on uh, one of those guys to stand tall. Think about it. We've been banging on the table for Malik Davis to get more snaps and he was an undrafted guy. We are banging on the table right now for Terrence Steele to get paid and he was an undrafted guy. So just like what Brian Broder said earlier, if we can put our name in the hat and betting on one person, it will be my guy, Will McClay. Some, some way on this team, our offensive line unit will be just okay. Think about this. When you hmm. have a philosophy and a scheme put into place, hmm. you'll be okay because you can only name for the 49ers Trent Williams. You don't know everybody on that offensive line, but it appears that every year they still know how to run the ball. And even if they don't have their quarterback, they still know how to win games. And that is because they got a philosophy, principle, and concept put into place. Hopefully the Cowboys figure that out as well.
4: Hmm. But let me ask you this, Law. Do you feel like when it comes to our offensive line, we are pushing too much on Tyler Smith's help? Because if Tyler Smith goes down, everything pretty much crumbles, from my opinion, right? Because you mm-hmm. lose your kind of your left tackle slash left guard. And then things get kind of tricky because you have to really rely on Tyron staying healthy. So that's my one concern. Now, maybe Matt Walesco does step up. Maybe Josh Ball has a resurgence, right, and can show that you know, he was worth taking as a, what, a fifth round pick. But as for what we've seen right now, I just feel like if Tyler Smith goes down, we have a whole leg guard. <laughs> you have a hole at left tackle. It, like it, it just gets ugly so i was like you no know, like i i'm just not leaning towards you know Juno Udogo. i just i saw the family I it. it is, it is yeah, I awesome richards maybe
5: got, you know yeah, I, I, awesome richards there. there
4: you go So maybe yeah, you have awesome, awesome richards, richards or you know tj bass yeah. or you know my guy eric yeah. scott out of here out of kansas maybe someone steps up but yeah I don't want to hold my head to that because a lot of the issues that we saw last year really happened down because our protection was breaking, especially in the pocket, yeah. especially versus San Francisco. So, hey, you know, Tyler
2: Biotis having allowed a sack in two years. And if you mm. think about it, when Matt Forniak, when his name was called, he was very strong. So yeah. I know I'm yeah, optimistic man. with this. Yes, you are. You, you are. you are very optimistic. optimistic. You, you are You got me, man. Come on, brother.
1: Come on. You done maybe <laughs> <laughs> knock down the whole thing. You. Oh, hey, boy, but keep in mind, but Bob, the, the sun <laughs> will come out
5: tomorrow. <laughs> you know,
0: this two so shall pass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I oh, come in the
5: morning. He helped Joshua fit the battle of Jericho. Yeah. He helped
1: me. Get out of here. real
5: quick. Hold on. Oh, okay, I love it. Give, I do. We get
1: ready to give our final words. Um, <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, I'll tell you this, though. Can I can I say something real quick about what I think about this rule? And I'll, I'll try. I like what you guys were saying, and you're being position-specific, player-specific. I think there's been way – the thing that might derail this mm-hmm. is there's too much turnover on the offensive coaching staff. Okay. Mm-hmm.
4: New mm-hmm. play caller, mm-hmm.
3: head coach, new OC, new offensive line coach, new running back coach. To me – the teams, and, and it's the total opposite of what's going on on the defensive side of the ball. Right. If you told me they're going to take a player and on the defense, I know in my heart, in my Good. eyes, and Good. what I see, that they're going to take that player and they're going to get the maximum out of Curse. They're going to get the maximum, like OC says, out of Parsons rushing the passer. They're going to get the maximum... Out of Deron Bland playing nickel corner on the outside, they're going to get the maximum out of Wilson playing safety. Don't worry about it. Don't don't even worry about that. The offensive side of the ball, I don't know that. Mm. I don't know that. Mm. I know I know we got Mm -hmm. one of the better quarterbacks in the league. I know they have one of the one of the most talented running backs in the league when he's healthy. You know you have a, a potential Pro Bowl left tackle and a young guy with Tyler Smith. They've got players. C.D. Lamb you know right. see if Gallup comes back they've got guys over there the problem with me is I don't know if I'm going to get what I get from the defensive side of the ball on the offense with this coaching staff and people will tell them they'll go oh brought you're a hater on Mike McCarthy no I'm not I'm not a hater I'm really not I just you know what you know you had opportunity you you moved on from Kellen Moore you did. You got right. mad at him after that Green Bay game when you're up fourteen and you lose that game and you had to walk across the field and shake that man's hand and walked off that field. Yeah. You put a lot into that game. I think that was the end of Mike McCarthy mm. and Kellen Moore. But also <sighs> Kellen Moore, people talking to me, mm. Kellen Moore wanted to quit. Kellen Moore had, had yeah. enough of Mike McCarthy. He quit. Wow. You know? Ooh. I mean, how you saw how quick he got a job, right? I mean, yeah, it ain't right. like he was out long. He he, like they made the decision. Mike's thinking about it. Kellen's thinking about, it. hey, maybe I should go. Boom. Two days later, he's got a job with the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. come on. He, you know, he, you mm-hmm. don't set up. I, I know enough of the NFL where you're on the phone thinking, I, this is this. I'm down to the right. last three or four weeks here. I, this he coach already, he already hit his like LinkedIn me. he already got the resume yeah, yeah. let me see this real quick yeah go ahead I'll try and be quick I will I promise no, I'm never quick but I'll try and be quick this is so good. the thing the thing good. that the thing that I did I worry about is that this this offense could develop into something good but mm. right now and maybe McCarthy's jobs on the line that all of a sudden it it might struggle a little bit because they're trying to learn. They're trying to, you know, the the play calling is different. You know, maybe what you guys are talking about, injuries with offensive line, something happens at wide receiver that kind of derails things. But maybe two years, three years from now, this offense will be good, like we're talking about on the defense. But does the head coach have that latitude? Does he have that time to do (laughs) that? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So it might be itself where all of a sudden the defense holds up their end, too much too much turnover on the offensive side of the ball, and it hurts them as far as now. I could be completely wrong. They could come completely together and it works out great, like it like the offense has been the last couple of years. But I just I always worry about continuity and I worry about turnover, especially as much as they've had with uh, with that offensive staff. I think that's the one thing that could keep them from winning a championship this year. Mm. Good point.
1: Whoa. Good point, good. Like, man, this is time. so juicy. I got nugget bottom. Man, this nugget. is so juicy. This is like, listen, I really appreciate you coming today. Nah, bro. you like, dudes are just really
3: being nice. Agree. You guys made better points than me.
1: No, you <laughs> Seriously. Don't, you Let me tell actually, you what you did. You, yeah, we no, no, no. You see, gave you us guys, a peek. No. You gave us no. a nice little view of the inside. Thank you.
3: No, but mm. the thing about it is you guys aren't wrong about the players, man. The yeah. coaches, the coaches know. Mm. Like, I, 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 I go to mm. – I go I, in Dallas here, I work on a radio station. We cover the Texas Rangers. Bruce Bochy the manager of one of the best teams in baseball. It's a lot about the players they're putting on the field every day. You know, they needed a culture change at the Texas Rangers. They got it. They got a new GM. They got a new – there you go. There's some positive where – Coaching makes a difference and 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 I I just think there's so much turnover on that offensive staff. And I you know, I trust me, I hope Mike pulls it together. I really do. I don't hate Mike McCarthy. There's things I've been at two organizations where he's been. So I know a lot about the man. Okay. I know a lot about the man. Yeah. You know, but he's won twenty-five games in two years. Right. But man, he made a big Jerry, Jerry just Jerry said, listen i'm not interested in paying joe philbin no two million dollars a year Mm. gone Mm. oh by the way hey mike you need to get rid of that rob davis the guy who's the assistant head coach gone oh wait by the way jerry i think i'm gonna get rid of leon lett who was one of your favorites gone you see what's going on with that staff a little
2: bit wasn't he just pissed off when he (laughs) had to come out and say if you install it, you call it, right? And he literally yes. said, I don't see, like the digit system. I don't like those. He doesn't. He doesn't. So he doesn't. See it. it again.
0: He doesn't. So see, see it that's
4: again. what I'm saying.
3: Like, Dak, him and Dak, it's like, I, I'm really not a fan of these option routes. I'm not a right. fan of the option routes. But you're letting the man call plays with out And say. Dak has to come out and say, whoa, wait, I like the option routes. You don't see what, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, Oh wait a minute! We just fired Doug Nussmar. Wait, Dak really likes Doug Nussmar. Oh, by the <laughs> like, way, Scott Tolzien, you're the new uh, quarterback coach. Uh, you know, and all of a sudden you're like going, "Wait, there's so much going on here. There's just too much going on." And, and maybe, maybe Dak, and maybe Tyler Smith, and maybe, and maybe, uh, uh, you know, uh, maybe Biadish, and these guys will overcome any type of bumps mm-hmm. they might have along the road. But you're right, though. You lose players. You lose players like you guys are talking about. We all trust the defense. Hell, we mm-hmm. all trust the defense. Mm-hmm. We do. We trust them because we know whoever goes out there and plays, we've seen it with our own eyes. They turn people over, they get pressure, you know? They they play well in the red zone. They won the damn Houston game with a goal right. line stand basically. <laughs> right. You know, they mean like when things are going bad on offense, what's happened? The defense is picking up pieces.
2: You know, that's the things that scare me a little bit. Did, did you oh, ever yeah, get a chance yeah. to pull Dak to the side and say off air, off record? How Me? Do you really feel about, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. How you really feel about kelly boy Because I, how don't know. No, world. I, yeah, yeah.
3: I don't think Dak. Yeah, I don't think Dak. No, no. I've never, yeah, no. I've never asked him about. I, I'll tell you one of the funnest interviews we ever did with Dak. We made up a fictional football team that they were going to play, and we called right. it just Team X. And we said, and we, so we started asking him questions about Team X, and he, we said. Co- it's quarterback speak, so we just ask right. questions. Stack, what do you think about Team X? Uh, team X as well Coach. man. They've got a really good you know, They've got a good front, you know. There, he was going every question we. He was just you know, that's coach speak. He was just it's quarterback speak. You know, it was a make believe team, and we were just asking him questions like, and, and it's the. It's the same answers. Oh it's the same god. answers that you get. Oh my and I, god! I, so we got Dak to admit that, like, when we ask him questions, he's uh, you know, Team X is oh, doing well coached. Oh my god! You know, they've yeah. got some, they got some outstanding players over there. And he was having fun with it. He was every right. question was just and just to like what you see him doing today. The same, yeah. the same thing. And, oh, and every time I see it. Dak. Every time oh, I see fine. Dak, I just start laughing at myself because mm. oh no, man, that's a well-coached team. They don't turn over the ball. They get a lot of pressure on you. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, you so you got to be ready to know. play multiple yeah. coverages. God, no. he, he could do it for any team. He said he <laughs> yeah. could do it for any team. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen him do. <laughs> that was crazy. like you
0: know. So like, honest man, you you really confirmed some things we've been doing on this channel and talking about the Cowboys yeah. organization being like the Game of Thrones people yeah. fighting for territories and districts yeah. oh and it being extremely political and we even identified keller Moore as the trojan horse oh, yes. we said he was the front office's trojan horse against mike mccarthy if anything went back because really they groomed him they wanted to jason garrett this kid and they wanted him to raise up and end up being the next head coach that's what we thought that's what we all constructed from, and you are yeah. confirming this, Brian. Thank you so much.
3: Yeah, Brian. <laughs> I, I Dude, will Brian. say this. I will say this about Kellen Moore, okay? okay. So, <sighs> Kellen Moore a, you know, the thing that bothers me the most about Mike McCarthy mm. is that, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. We, we all, Dak Prescott has done, a, a, the, the offense was fine. Kellen Moore, you know, there were things, right. playoff games, you know, they there were times when it was not as, you know, what it was supposed to be but what we learned what we learned is i've never seen an offensive coach an offensive head coach come in and not want to put his stamp on what they were doing offensively you know he mm. he came in and said oh okay kellen's fine yeah okay see to me if mike was really if Mike was really in that Wisconsin farmhouse, and trust me, five years, I've seen a lot of Wisconsin far- farmhouses living up there right. for five years. So, you know, a lot of, lot of go study, but if he really, 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 really studied the Cowboys, he would say, okay, these are the things I think I can implement offensively that we could do different. Right. You know, and he, but I never got the feeling that it was, even Mike had that big play sheet in his hand. I'd never, maybe he clicked over and said, hey, Kellen, fourth down, you got to have something ready. You know, I think he just let Kellen Moore call the game. I think he really mm. did. I think he stayed out of Kellen Moore's way. But I, it just, it was kind of just strange to me to have an offensive minded head coach right. that didn't come in and put his stamp on the offense. You know, it wasn't, he he was, he admitted, he was, he admitted that he had problems with certain parts of the scheme, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. we continued on with certain parts of the scheme, you know, and now he's going to get the opportunity, but I think this is going to be, I made, this is what you do on the radio in June. When you have a show and you have to talk about five hours of five hours of what (laughs) a fill in time, you talk about (laughs) June things and what you do is you go prediction. Here's my prediction. Week six. Week six, right. Brian Schottenheimer's calling plays. Right, week six. That's what you do. You just you throw something out there and you're like, oh hey, but, but you throw it out there. I'm loving it. Yeah, this is
1: you awesome. throw
3: it out there, but you're, you're thinking like, this the real? Well, okay, after after, yeah. Like I'm saying, like there's going to be a point in time where all of a sudden it's like, well, I'm gonna, I think Brian will handle the play calling well, and I think you know and. <laughs> because you're like, I don't think Mike really wants to call plays. I, I really it. don't. Yo. I don't.
0: But this, you know, that's- this, this is this – is- This is is the inverse of what happened with Kellen Moore, though, in my opinion, because he knew that Kellen Moore was immature. He knew that Kellen Moore didn't do certain things well, so he gave him enough rope to hang himself because he Uh made the deal and he took the Uh the big contract knowing that Kellen Moore was the only holdover, right? right? And so he just gave the kid enough room to hang himself. And then now yeah. he brings in his own guy or has his own guy actually in the background for like a year or two. Yeah. And then he's going to replay the same thing and put it on the offensive yeah. coordinator. That's so strange. That's awesome. Game of Thrones. Well, great insight though, Brian. Game of Thrones. Yeah.
3: Well, no, this, this is the thing though too. Th- this is the thing. and What you got to hope is that Brian Schottenheimer was working with Dan Quinn and those guys studying other offenses like the opponents. And I was mm-hmm. talking to some players about this, uh, mm. the defensive players. And they were they were to a man were like, listen, this Brian Schottenheimer gets it because Brian Schottenheimer mm. would come up to them during the week and say, all right, man, on third down, you got to watch them doing this. They're going to get in this formation. They're going to do right. this. They're going to be over here. They're going to do this. This is what you the, the, the defensive players really appreciated. Brian Schottenheimer took that Ben McAdoo position and made it right. even better. Where he Ooh. where he took it, he made it an advancement to mm. where the defensive players really appreciated his effort. You know, where they're like, damn, this guy really is getting it done. So to me, that's where my hope is Mm. that that Brian Schottenheimer may be studying other schemes, Philadelphia, San Francisco, Cincinnati, all those opponents that you played last year. That's my hope that, you know, and John Gruden was telling me one time he goes, he goes, the best coordinators. Andy will tell you this. Andy Reid will tell you this. The best coordinators learn how to steal stuff from other coordinators. Yeah. They learn right. how to steal. True. love it. The best the best offensive coaches steal from each other, you know? Yeah. And I hope I hope they steal a screen package from somebody, right. but, you know, they right. damn need to try, you know. Yeah. But but that's but that's where I think that if Brian Schottenheimer could help Mike McCarthy, it will be, hey, this is how we need to teach the game plan or uh, implement the game of the scheme and then teach the game plan and all that, so that that's my hope. But man, to go back, circle back, everything we talked about. I'm sorry, I just getting rambling on here. I'm loving The, you the, 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 oh, the, thing, the, the thing, the thing, the thing. Got to the thing you got to know is that uh, the, the the turnover is big, but but you know maybe this will help McCarthy kind of get back into that because you know you watch him at the uh, watch him the other day at the practice. He's got the walkie-talkie. Dak's ta- he's talking to Dak. He's the one calling the mm-hmm. plays. So let's see if, in fact, you know, the fact that he could get back on that horse you know, after all these years of not calling plays, and that Brian Schottenheimer and these guys can put together a game plan where we all kind of feel like, okay, the offense is holding up their end of the bargain here. They're not just completely leaning on the defense to, to win these football games
2: and hey, hey, let me throw this oh, at you oh, bro. Oh, oh,
3: oh, 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 on top I don't of mean that
1: to oh, I'm sorry I don't mean to cut oh, you off oh, I, go I gotta kick Brian Brotis out I have to I got No, man, this is a little go, bit more. We'll go a little surgery. bit more. Go ahead, get you your question. Hey, we haven't even talked about
3: ahead. my DNA crap. The only reason right. I'm on this I shows know, is this damn DNA
4: stuff. I know, DNA I know, I know, but you got surgery. touch has <laughs> been waiting. Tuck's been waiting. Let's go. Let's go. You got to when have surgery. let him
2: over time, man. Come on,
4: man.
1: They don't even care. They like, he could, he might die tomorrow. We don't care. We want to hear about the Cowboys. No, man, y'all got to think about this man. We're praying for yeah,
0: you, Brian, man. He's not going to die, boy.
3: If this was
0: the last.
3: Ron R- R- surgery it tomorrow. It was a pleasure. With- if he got got a right. ride. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got no man. We got the We, we try, right. try. I'm trying I to right, kick him tucked out. Tucked in like my DNA. Tucked in like my DNA. Part. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, do let's it, go. All right. So who first? DNA. Who first? say this about the DNA. I'll say this about the DNA. And I think it it kind of it kind of comes to, you know, when I look with Dak and I and I talk about Dak. Again, I don't hate players. I don't. I really don't. I try and be fair about it if they play well. Terrence Steele's is a great example. I'm throwing dirt on the kid. I'm throwing dirt on the kid. I've never been more wrong about a player. I've been wrong about players, but I am I was really wrong about that kid. Yeah. The thing with Dak, the thing with Dak to me and the DNA comment that I made is, and this was going back on uh, uh, Love of the Star podcast, and I've said it on DallasCowboys.com before and stuff like that. The thing with Dak is, though, Dak in his in his body, in his body, it's not about the turnovers or the interceptions. He's not to me, I don't see him changing. I don't see him changing who he is in his and I mean this in a way of how he attacks, how he wants to throw the football, how he wants to get the ball down the field, how he wants to try and manipulate defenses that he plays against. The problem that I run into is a lot of the interceptions are on things of, you know, maybe guys running incorrect routes. He talked about it being in the wrong place. Guys, you know, balls clanging off guys, you know, guys, you know, doing not what they're supposed to be. Dak's had some interceptions where he overthrew some balls. Those are on him. You have those happen, but Dak is always going to attack and that's his, in his DNA, but where, but where he, where he makes a mistake is that the, the players around him, when he wants to go into attack mode, he has this confidence that, hey, Gallup, you're going to make a play for me. Hey, Lamb, you're going to make a play for me. Hey, Noah Brown, you're going to make a play for me. You know, hey, you know, hey, Dalton Schultz, you're going to make a play for me. He has that confidence in his teammates. And what happens is his teammates will let him down. But you know what? He'll keep fighting it. He'll keep throwing. He'll keep going at it. You know, and like I said, that's to me that that is the DNA question I have that he is this guy that is in this mode where it's like, I trust you so much where instead of pulling back and saying, hey, Noah Brown, I know you you helped us win the Cincinnati game in week two with with, uh, you know, uh, know, with a backup quarterback in there with Cooper Rush. But I'm going to keep throwing you the ball. I'm going to keep throwing you the ball when it's clanging yeah. off him, you know, Michael Gallup, I get you, man. You're my guy. You're my guy, but you're not, you know, but right now you're not playing well enough, but I'm going to keep throwing you the ball, you know, mm. CD. I'm going to throw you the ball. Wait a minute. You're running the wrong routes. What are you doing there? You know, there's a lot of that. And I think there's, comes a time when you don't want to pull back. You mm. don't I mean they're, they're struggling to run the ball in the second half of the year. Now it's on Dak to try and go make plays, you know, but you're you're going you're you're and, and maybe too it's a, it's Kellen Moore as well. I blame Kellen Moore for this stuff too because right. if you continually put Dak in situations where he's having to press mm. with receivers or tight ends or people mm. that are that are not helping him, yeah. you know, are you are you are you really helping the quarterback? Are you feeding his DNA up to continue to attack? That's my point about Dak and I, I the interceptions they're not all on him. And I'm not sitting here on any show. I've never, ever said that. But I just know from his and knowing people at Mississippi State and watching him work through all that, he is always going to trust his teammates, and he's always going to keep pushing, even when he needs to pull back. And I think that's what Mike McCarthy talking about. Hey, run the ball. We're going to do a little bit more of this. He's trying to maybe protect Dak, and people will say, "Well, Dak's first four or five years, he, he was an interception prone. He also had a sixteen hundred yard back for like a couple of years there, right? That helped him, him manage the game. There. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's a
2: great way. So to, to wait, me,
3: wait. so to me, Garrett didn't want him to put the ball in harm's way. Yeah, but now we're in year, year seven, year eight, and there's no running game. There's no Ezekiel Elliott. Now Dak's like, okay, I've got it. I've got to make plays here because nobody. But he's He's trusting guys that are let, at times letting him down, and he's not backing off that. I think that's the problems that that, that I see with with Dak, and he, he can't help himself because he 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 just he, that's what he does. He takes all these guys out into the Dak yard over at his house, the Dak yard, and they throw and they right. throw and they throw and they throw, hmm. and he just thinks i I got to keep doing this, I got to keep going, mm-hmm. and I think that's the problem that. That that I had, and I think people took my the DNA yep. thing maybe the wrong way. Totally. With me. but that's can, where that's where I believe we're at right now. And I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll relinquish the floor here, and I, I'm open for any ideas because I, my on. mind can be changed. I about. got you. No, I got you. I
1: took. Can I jump in real quick? Just go, real ahead, quick. go
4: ahead. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: I know exactly what Brian brought us messed up.
2: I got downs.
1: I know exactly what <laughs> Brian brought us messed up you cannot mr brown brothers explain all that from twitter right <laughs>
3: right you right. can't because when right. you talk about it you it, know why it, this is why i wanted to be on your show right it you makes know, and, sense. And you can say i'm open I, You guys have made, this has been the most, I've had more fun doing this show. I'm serious. And I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass right now. I'm telling you, I've had fun doing the show because you guys have got really good opinions. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. but I, I also, like I say, I wanted the opportunity where if you had a problem with me, that you could say it, and I'm cool, man. I ain't gonna sit there and mf you about stuff. Yeah, I mean, right. we're all trying to get, we're all trying to go the same way, right? But I, I tell you what, the the thing about it is, I do. I get in these discussions with people, and it, and it like, and I keep going and going and going. Like people are like, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. I'm like, fine. I'm just telling you, this is right. who I, you know, if I'm an idiot, I'm an idiot. But anyway, you guys got it. I'm, I'm, I'm stepping back now. I'm taking a drink of lemonade. I'm enjoying my lemonade right now yeah see
1: because you can't do that bro because when you did that let me tell you what i heard when i heard dax dna i heard it's in his makeup to be risky what you're saying is it's in this makeup to be an aggressive person you know as yeah. somebody that's always driving and believing and i agree with that because i was saying that he ought I said the same thing you did. Like when I broke down his DNA, I said that he gets too bought in sometimes. Like he gotta mm-hmm. know when to. Yeah, you, it's, it was it was that you put that on Twitter. <laughs> oh, let me. Let me. Let me. <laughs> and,
3: and I get I, in trouble on Twitter a lot. I do. I just yeah. I, I yeah, you know yeah. I interact, I interact with people and you know and I and yeah. again I appreciate you guys yeah. giving me the platform but I'm open. I, you yeah. know, I, I'm, I'm hey, I will steal your ideas like Andy Reid steals screen packages. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm I mean, if you guys come up with a good idea, you might hear it on 1053 The Fan on, on, no, uh, we, Wednesday. we, we, you know i saying you to do that, like, uh, we, yeah, we yeah. don't care about yeah.
1: credit. Um, but I'm sorry, I was, <laughs> I do, off I'll Chuck. give you
3: credit.
4: No, ahead, Chuck, so you got, I, man? you know, for, for, for Brian, for a guy who often gets on in trouble on Twitter, such as myself, I definitely <laughs> understand where you're coming from, but I think. That was the issue. That's what a lot of Cowboys fans really wanted was the why. Where were we going, right? So, Because actually what yeah. you're saying about Dak, I 1,000% agree with you. I always give the analogy, if we're playing basketball and, and boss Cowboy air balls three times, I'm not passing you the ball no more. I don't care if you're open. Yeah, they are done. Gots, yeah. yeah, Dak Prescott's more <laughs> yeah. of that mentality. He's like, no, balls. I'm coming right back to you. They're leaving you open. Yeah. So I feel like that really put him in bad situations. Now, I will – think that hopefully that would improve because you're just getting better talent next year but just like boss said, I just feel like by the tweet it just felt like you were saying like his turnovers to continue and it doesn't matter like it, so I was like just watching from the outside lens like okay so why are you hearing something in OTAs like what's really going on because historically turnovers haven't been in Dak's DNA but trusting right. and being too loyal to, I always say, a team that really isn't as loyal to you, yep. that's always been in to DNA, because that's his leadership. He believes in everybody. He was at OTAs and camp speaking highly of Dennis Houston until he got that's out right. there and had to play with them, it was like, all right, this isn't gonna work. So yeah, I 1,000% agree with you. In that case, I was just disagreeing when it came to just the turnover aspect, because he just yeah. hasn't shown that trend line of being mm-hmm. constantly turning over, because you go back to 2021, Only had 10 interceptions, I think that was the disconnect. This is the power of coming on these shows and actually talking about it because on Twitter, everything I say gets misconstrued. I definitely understand because you only got 250 characters, so this is good that you came on explaining. So now a lot of people are like, Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well, no, I you know, I don't always explain, like you said, I don't explain things
3: well all the time, but to me, that's with Dak. I, I think that he to a fault. To a fault, he hmm. trusts Kellen Moore. Yep, he trusted. Yeah, uh, he trusted. Yeah. he trusted oh, yeah. Michael Gallup. He trusted. Um, you know yep. he trusted Noah Brown. You know, and yep. th- that's the thing about it is he trusted Ezekiel Elliott, who couldn't gain you know three and a half yards of carry. He hey, wait. these guys, whoa, 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 whoa.
0: Yep. wait. <laughs> that that's true ball, you, you, you was, was doing good. Ball. Don't stop it. Don't stop <laughs> it, Don't, I mean, don't I stop had it to, you I had right. to get don't that don't Wait,
5: don't stop
2: go, go, now. Ahead. go ahead man go okay i i
6: just i just got a, I just got a quick question right quick go ahead um, yeah. mine is my mine is you had a tweet that came on may 28th and it said okay. if jerry said brian yes or no can we win it all with dak what is your answer and defend your answer you said i said this before so i'll say it again the gm had his own questions on some of those monday he morning did. We so, did. I want you to kind yeah. of expand upon that because here's my thought before you. Give no, me thank an you for answer. reading
3: my Twitter. I appreciate that. Yeah.
6: Yeah. So, before you answer this, I've been having my own thoughts. You know, I've said this, you know, I could be wrong, where I felt mm-hmm. like Stephen Jones and the Jones have always questioned, like, Dak, like, yeah, they love him, but do they love him? Yeah. Like, he's our guy to take us all the way. I feel like right. that they still have those own questions. So can yeah. you clear that out for me do you are they fully all in on Dak or do they still have questions about him
3: I think to me with the, and the, and that comes from a conversation that oh this was probably 2 years ago mm-hmm. that I had you know and and that's the thing of working at dallascowboys.com and living in that building that you have the ability to run into people and talk to right. people on the
4: mm-hmm. on the
3: staff about it and you know and I and it was coming down to when Dak was doing the contract extension, when they were working with Todd France and all that. And that's where Dak was working to try and get paid. And I know that – I know there were some Monday mornings where they would have a loss or something would happen or uh, you know Dak didn't play particularly well. And there was a lot of times he played very well. And maybe there was a couple of times where he didn't. You know, and, and so the, the Jerry Jones would ask the staff the question, is this really our guy? Is this really our guy? And, you know, I think the one thing, you know, they went ahead, they paid him. They're, you know, France is going to probably play the short game again, you know, with Dak right. to try and get this, uh, you know, get the contract. He wants to get Dak back to the table as soon as the television money kicks in and all that stuff like that. So right. I don't think, you know, this is my personal feeling. I don't feel like it's going to be a long-term deal. Maybe, the, maybe they can, but I think they're preparing for probably another short deal
5: mm. uh, to try
3: and, and oh, wow. try and make this work. Ooh. But the, the the thing about it is, though, with Jerry, there were questions. There were, you know, and, you know, and then you had guys like Garrett and others that, you know, that were defending Dak. No, this will be fine. This will be fine. This will be good. Yeah. You know, so, mm-hmm. you know, I, again, I've been out of that building now since, you know, going on three or four years now oh, I, out of the building full time. And, you know, I, you know, haven't had anybody come up to me and say, uh, Jerry's having questions about that. I, but I do know, know when the contract was you know, first talking about being done that Jerry had those questions. So, you know, Jerry, like I can say he's going to have to answer those questions. He's probably, maybe he's put all those to rest. Maybe he has, um, you know, but I mean, I, I think that like they they're supportive of Dak. They need to find ways. Michael Gallup needs to play better. You know, they need mm-hmm. to find a way to help this offensive line. They need to they need to have a legitimate running game. You know, everything mm-hmm. like that will help Dak going forward. But you know, that's it. It was a it was something that I know two three years ago. It was definitely something that was weighing on their minds. Brian you know brian i want
0: to i want to oh. man are y'all gonna let him go he gotta go to the doctor <laughs> no go ahead man. seriously i'll answer your question i'll give
3: <laughs> okay,
1: you 15
0: okay, okay, minutes right. i go to 10 o'clock how about that We'll all go to school. all right all okay. cool so brian, brian i'll too. be quick okay
4: yeah no, I'm, I'm gonna
0: ask like, ask like i'm gonna ask like a three for one special okay you can go rapid fire <laughs> on these okay all right, this, okay. and this is it for me. You won't hear from those anymore. So, do you get the feeling that if Tyron Smith is not healthy and he doesn't play a full year, that he is out after this season? My feeling is that they should move on if he can't prove that he can play really all these games because he has an incentive laden contract. And then, number two to that, and this will be the last one you got CeeDee Lamb coming up contractually wise, you have Diggs coming up, and shortly thereafter, you have Micah Parsons coming up. Do you have a sense? that out of those three guys, which one may be the man that is left out in terms of a big payday? Mm.
3: Well to answer your question, I think that, you know, the Tyron Smith thing was answered because of they drafted Tyler Smith. And the fact that that Tyron Smith knew that Tyler Smith was playing so well left tackle last year and he didn't ask him for a spot and was willing to move over to the right side kind of tells you everything that you need to know about where Tyron Smith feels like Mm -hmm. Uh, you know we it's a sad thing that you just know you're going to get to Oxnard and you're going to have to just watch number 77 and you got to hope that he doesn't get stepped on or somebody falls on his knee or something like that or the back issues and all that you know that's I I think that I think they're preparing to move on from that I really really do so that's that um, the their plan is to get all these guys done that, that I mean talking to the guys over there I'm like they know what they're up against if the order of how they're you know they're gonna have to I think like I said earlier, I think the Diggs one they don't have a lot of wiggle room yet because of like I say they've got fifth year options on Parsons and they've got the fifth year option that they you know with with lamb which they've already used I believe. so to me that's the, the Diggs one is because Diggs is going to want to get paid. He really is going to want to get paid. He's going to look at those other corners around the league, and he's going to think, "Well, I'm better than this, or I'm better than that." And so, but the Cowboys know this, and you know they—they yeah. they, it's. I'm not sitting here like carrying their water on this thing. Knowing those guys over there, they they've got a plan for how they're going to do it. It's just can they get these agents to agree to how they want these things structured, uh, so they can be able to handle it long term.
2: No doubt. The, the solution to all of that will be just to go ahead and extend Dak Prescott. Yep. You have yeah. enough money yeah. to cover all of that. But when you have to yeah. if, when you have to circumvent, do you is this person really the question? Is this person really yeah. the answer I meant to say? Yeah. And they not the yeah. answer because when you when you when you in love with something and when you really love something you don't have to go ask everyone you're saying this is the one i'm going to go with you can go eight and eight eight and eight and and you will still give that person a big contract because you ultimately believe in said person but if you have your reservations well that's like i
3: say that was that was some of those monday morning conversations i would run into people you know outside the organization talking about it we'd visit and they would say listen hey we had a conversation it was interesting today like this again three years ago this they gave him the money they gave him the extension you know they got through it yeah. they their decision was is this really our guy and they said yes right. they gave him the money so they're gonna have to do it again i i just think in my heart of hearts that todd france the way he operates he's going to try and go short he's going to try and go That's short true. and you know and And that way he gets his guy back to the table again, you know, in a a quick fashion. These long-term, these Pat Mahomes 10-year deals and stuff like that probably do nobody any good. This Todd France is pretty smart about, hey, get him back to the table as quickly as you can.
4: I have a question for Brian. So, Brian, you've been out around Mike McCarthy frequently, as you mentioned. So what yeah. are some of the things you pick up about how he handles his relationship with the quarterback? And how do you think that relationship dynamic with him and Dak this year is going to be now that Kellen's kind of out of the picture?
3: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see because I think, I think that really, yeah, you know, we'll see with Scott Tolzien what's going on. All right, this is what I got to do. You guys talk among yourselves. My batteries, I got to plug my battery in real okay. quick, okay? And, and, talk and among like, yourselves oh, yeah, And
1: I'll try try not to get knocked A off can fly All right, planes. I'll be right back. Oh, we can fly planes <laughs> just fine. So... Uh...
2: I got these super chats, man, for Coach Me too, Marr, man. And I got. Some, uh, oh my god, they done stacked up. You, let's go appreciate one, you know, on, the,
1: Let's go rapid fire. Uh, get all the-,
2: the other one went away, but he says uh Law, the, the Dak key is the details and efficiencies of the player. I got the same thing him. from Coach. Details, Law. Law. Make yeah. sure the DAC is more efficient and that would equate you know a better Dak Prescott play, and then the other uh, super chat from Coach Marv. We really appreciate you, my dog. Uh, yeah, do. He was talking about you know to alleviate the uh, the, the the responsibilities of running backs blocking. You use them in the uh, in the backfield of throwing the ball. Make sure that they leak out and these sorts of things. So, shout out to you for that. I just paraphrased that $10 super chat. We really appreciate you, Coach Marvin. We thank everybody for sharing. For
4: sure everybody care, like rock and like I got a couple it. of Subscribe.
1: super chats. Let me jump in real quick, just quick, and then we'll just keep going until he get back. Um, Spock saved me, said he didn't get those jobs last year. <laughs> and Coach Marvin said, boss, ask Brian, about Parsons being the first 125 tackle, 17 sack, and three interception guy. As soon as he Dang. get back, as soon as he get back, that's the first question I'ma ask him. And then, I um want... and ahead. then, oh, you had one. T- no, 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 no. I was
4: gonna say. No, I thought you were done.
1: I right, Zeke caught Cabo like he like COVID. Oh, y'all messed up. Then somebody gave a super chat. Say, get him O.C. Yeah, the O.C. He mm. goes hard. And then we got yeah. another Super say He said, this is way too far from Spock. Save me, man. I appreciate that, big dog. Do you appreciate have some more you, over Noah. there uh, No, no, no. no okay, I got no, some man. more over here. Um, he said, Kelly Moore got elevated by Dak.
2: Yeah. 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 True. And, and those, those true, were the true. things that I was going to bring up to uh, to Brian Brothers. I was going to say, peer-to-peer, you, you're not going to get that much elevation from someone. You, there's no comfort in success but but yeah, what we got, Peebo
1: Yeah, and and Brian Brothers really must be having fun. He going to charge his phone and everything. <laughs> I'm go, like, what? He having fun. He like, let me charge <laughs> my phone to come sit down. <laughs>
4: all this right, how so you know, know he loves football. I knew my battery. <laughs> God
3: damn. We have bad on this show. We got bad internet. We got bad batteries. We've got all kinds. Yeah. So I, I plugged in. I plugged in. And I was going to get a question. Who had a quick... Tuck, did you have a question? Did somebody have a question? Yeah, it was
4: about the, the Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott relationship. Yeah, that, like okay. The
3: yeah, that's... I, I know that Mike has always worked well. My guys in Green Bay, I was not with Mike. I was uh, I was with the Mike Holmgren administration oh, okay. in Green Bay is where I was. So I wasn't with McCarthy, but a bunch of my friends, Teddy Thompson, who was a general manager up there for a long time, Brian gutikus those guys, I all know them very, very well. And, you know, the, the thing with Mike is they've always talked about him as being somebody that... It does a does a really nice job of working with the quarterbacks, you know. But he's really going to lean on Scott Tolzien. He's going to lead on Brian Schottenheimer. You know, he's going to be a guy that uh, is, um, you know, he's Mike's. You know, he's running the team. You know, that's his job. It's his responsibility. You know, Mike likes to delegate to his coaches and the interactions that I've seen on the field so far. Mike calling the plays. Mike being, you know, involved with what Dak's doing and stuff like that. We'll really see that when we get to. Uh, you know, we got the mini camps this week or the OTAs actually tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right. you'll see how that goes. But then when we get to Oxnard, then we'll have that kind of that view. But everybody that I've ever talked to about Mike and people within the Cowboy organization that know Mike, you know, he, 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 this is going to be new for him getting back into it because he, he let Kellen and Doug Nussmeier and those guys, uh, Scott Tolzine, handle uh, the quarter and I you know and, and Dak I think Dak if Dak if you gave Dak the truth serum and said hey what are you gonna miss about somebody gone off the staff I think he would really miss Doug Nussmeier he mm-hmm. uh, he had a lot oh, of really no. positive things to talk about Doug and Doug has said a lot of positive things about Dak you know mm-hmm. going going away but uh Mike is gonna have to Mike is going to have to to carry this, uh, you know, because, again, the play car you've got to be able to have. That's the one thing that these coaches that call plays. I know Andy Reid and I were talking about it one time. He's like, listen, if you're going to call plays, he had Eric Bieniemy that he leaned on, you know, quite a bit. Mike Kafka, who's now with the Giants, he leaned yeah. on those guys. And, uh, you know, but you have to have that ability to know what your quarterbacks want to do. Uh, in these games and these situations and stuff, so they'll be that. That's another one of those little hurdles that I think that the Cowboys are going to have to get over uh, as this season goes along. But the, the reaction from the Green Bay guys and the Dallas guys that Mike is, you know, is good working with,
2: you know, not just working with the quarterbacks, but working with the entire team. Broadest in the booth, in the box, or on the yeah. field? How, How would they do that dynamics over there in Cowboys now? now?
3: Yeah, I, I think you know Kellen was on the field uh, as the primary play caller. So Michael be primary play caller. I think that what you'll have is they'll probably have Tolzien down, uh, the quarterback coach down uh, on the uh, on the on the field. You'll probably have your running back coach up. You'll probably have your tight end Lunda Wells. I don't think Lunda was. I can't remember if Lunda's up or down. But it'll be different. Mike, you know he'll have he'll have the ability to click on and call the plays and but he'll have scott there to work with the pads on the sidelines and then you know he'll have his running back coach upstairs his assistant line coach will be upstairs and those are the guys that will be trying to primary doing you know telling where where mike is on the field you know you hey think be left hash, left hash plus 25 boom you know that kind of thing yeah we think it'd be
2: beneficial you think it would be beneficial for this team or will it be much might call same? the plays. No, no, I'm talking about where they located at from the bird's eye. No, yeah, I think and you or, could have your OC, yeah.
3: you could have your OC upstairs too. I know Schottenheimer's call plays before, but with Mike being on the field, uh, with Mike being on the field, Brian might be upstairs. And that mm-hmm. way, just kind of walking him through, hey, check this, keep this in mind, that kind of thing. So uh, we'll see how the dynamic I'm sure I'm sure somebody will ask that question preseason. They got the three games. We'll see how they operate with that. Uh, but if I had to guess, like I could say quarterback coach down, OC up, and then that's and then Mike being the primary play caller on field. Is real what quick, I would say. y'all.
1: Real quick, um, we got to get into our final words if we're gonna, you know, get him out, timely. Because I'm really <laughs> trying to look out for you, Brian. You gotta I appreciate go, to it. It. no sure. man. We're good. We're good. Yeah, you I, I, keep do, I do. That, I do. No, yeah, you I not, do. yeah, I do. I do gotta you, go. You, here. You I got an early wake up
3: call tomorrow. Yeah. But no. um, <laughs> final final words what you, what's your final words what well, do you guys I got say for final this words? Like when we say final words
1: everybody kind of get a last thought of the day you know to kind of okay. wrap it up and then obviously we go finish with you and Jay Tuck we usually finish with Law cuz he's the biggest independent youtuber in the world a lot mm, of people so have don't know, yeah you been on that plaque like them. yeah like mm. like that plaque but he's the first independent youtuber to get 100,000 subscribers solo by himself do. through the mud and I got to just speak for my brother. He's also one of the most caring guys in the community. He helps us out. He all of big A few of our far big between of
3: those cats. Yeah. Right. Good for you. Yeah, no,
1: I mean, he's our big brother. He's everybody's big brother. I mean that. So, But uh, I also want to keep my promise, um, Brian, and then we'll get to the final words. Coach Marv is somebody that gives back to the community a lot. He calls into everybody's channel, and he wants to get your opinion on encouraging Michael Parsons to be the first to get 125 tackles. Wow. 17 sacks and three interceptions. So, he basically said somebody needs to get that encouragement to him to try to get a motor under him to get him going. So, I want to make sure I kind of fed that. So, let's get into these final words.
3: Thank you. When I I run into Mike, I'll remind him that Coach Marv needs him to play big time.
1: There it is. There it is. We got you in there, Coach. There you go. I start the final word off, Brian, thank you. This was amazing. Like, it was fun. It's a privilege to rock with you. It was better in person than it was seeing you and listening to you. Uh, Thank you. You know, and it's it's even more what I thought. Like, one of the reasons why I got your back on my video, uh, because when I did the video about the DNA, the first thing I said is sometimes we disagree or people disagree, but you got to know the person. And I've Mm -hmm. watched you enough and listened to you enough to know you'll make a stand, but if you see something different or better, you change just aggressively as you took your stand. So you was aggressively against steel, but now you're aggressively for steel, you know? Mm -hmm. So I knew the character of you from listening to you for years, and I just really appreciate your work and thank you for coming on the show. And I'm glad you had a good time. That means a lot to me uh yeah. personally and and you know and hopefully we do this again i really do i want to do this again when you get some time and hopefully you, you you have a good surgery and all that kind of stuff but that's my final word man and then y'all clap it up for brian in the chat y'all make sure y'all thank mr brian brothers this was amazing i had fun like i was over here crying laughing and enjoying <laughs> this whole process and being myself so that's my final word
3: well, if i could go next oh good james go go for it you got it go go for it
1: no you gotta go next because it's mike out. <laughs> no, it's out okay i got you
3: no hey i um you know sometimes you you get in this business and you're very fortunate to be with people that you really care about and you uh, you love working with and love being around and stuff i trust me i have the utmost respect for the work that the guys and gals in the, in you know, in the social media that, you know, that, that do this, you know, passionately every week, you know, have comments and, you know, and, and, and it just take, it's just such pride in their work. And I, I don't get to be on these shows an awful lot because if I did, I'd be working. I mean, there's, everybody's asking me, you know, be on my show, be on my show, be on my show. And I just couldn't do it with all the things I'm doing right now. But I, when I, when I took this opportunity i I just wanted to to make sure that you know it was the right thing and 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 i didn't want to come on to be you know bitter or mean or pissed off or any of that stuff like that because Mm -hmm. i respect everybody and everybody's work you know i've learned a lot over the years doing this though you know if you have disagreements with people you know the best way to do is to talk it out the best way to do is if you know hey you give me your side i'll give you my side and this is where we'll do uh you guys are a hell of a lot of fun Again, I, I really enjoyed myself tonight. Um, you know, like I said, I didn't come in here with a chip on my shoulder. I just wanted to have good conversation. I thought we had a great time. I really Thanks. did. I'd love mm-hmm. to come back some other time. You guys yeah. are, like I say, a hell of a lot of fun. Just keep doing yeah. what you're doing. You yeah. know, I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of folks out there that really appreciate the work that you guys put in weekly on this on your, on your podcast. And it it doesn't go unnoticed. It really, really doesn't. And I've just, uh, like I said, I, I just, you know, thank you for giving me the platform because it allowed me to, to kind of get my point out. I learned your guy's point, but I learned more than that. I learned you guys are great guys. And there might be times I come on here again and everybody's mad at each other and we, (laughs) we talk it out again, but that's what this is all about. So I thank you guys for this opportunity. You didn't have to have me on, but you did. And I appreciate you doing that. I really do. Oh, man. Wow. No doubt, man. Let's go, am man. I, am, I, Let's go! am I good now?
6: You good, yeah. Go yeah. yeah. you good. You good. No, ahead, man. You're you, okay. you a co-signer you, okay. for you, Brian. You good.
2: Okay.
6: <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to be quick. My final word is just basically piggybacking off boss and even what brian was saying uh number one i appreciate you coming on but the biggest thing is more people need to learn how to do this yeah a lot of people Mm -hmm. talk through twitter too much and then Mm -hmm. things get misconstrued feelings get hurt um friendships things get messed up just because you talked on twitter and there wasn't understanding you didn't have a common understanding as men and i think this is what happened today um there was maybe a misunderstanding in the twitter world a lot of people probably shot the fire back and forth you know a lot of people probably try to hype it up but guess Mm -hmm. what we came on here as men settled everything had a great time and everything that probably thought it could have been it wasn't it was actually 10 times better and so i think this is just a lesson that more people need to have face-to-face conversations and not talk through twitter and not talk through other type of things uh, because you won't get the n- true understanding of what's really going on so i thought a lot of growth was here i thought it was an excellent show and shout out to all my guys once again tug boss law oc you know how we doing and appreciate brian for doing his great work in the cowboys Thank community. You, that's my appreciate final you. word
5: You want answers? (laughs) Perfect.
1: I have to hit that perfect, brother. You know that. (laughs) Yes,
2: indeed.
4: All right, so yeah, first and foremost, Brian, I want to say prayers for tomorrow. Hopefully everything goes Thank well you, with Appreciate you. Appreciate that. We, Thank we you. We need you in this community. You're one of the good guys, you know, and that's why everything kind of got misconstrued. The Twitter, True. because I was like, I like Brian. You know, yep. even before I started making content, every time I land in Dallas for a game, I'm turning on one-on-five through the fans. The first thing I do when I get out the airplane, I'm headed to AT&T Stadium before the game, i am listening to g Back Nation get cranked up. Even though you were a little scary versus Philly, uh, you know, on Christmas Eve. But, you know what I'm saying? I I, I, I listen to you guys, you know. So, we we definitely need you out here. You're one of the good ones. And I love how you embrace the social media community because, you know, our girl Aisha, to see what you guys do with that draft content, you are welcoming, you welcome her in, and she's done an incredible job. So, like Big Game James said, you know, sometimes in Twitter – things get you know taken out of context me and boss we had a situation then we picked up the phone and said oh and it
1: was your fault tuck it wasn't mine it, it was Damn it was accident. you know, but,
4: but like he, like he said, but even with this, like hearing what Brian had to say today, it, it was it was our fault, you know what I'm saying? Oh but, no, like, he, it was he, your he, fault. Yeah. It actually
1: was our fault.
4: Yeah, but hearing what Brian to say, like it's crazy because it's like, all right, I agree. So like yes, all I of agree. that, like, you know, and now we're here in the same situation. So exactly. you know, I appreciate everyone. Hopefully we come back and do some more shows, especially during draft season. Um, we appreciate mm-hmm. your work. We appreciate everyone on this panel. And you actually just confirmed a lot of things because you actually just oh, said mean OC are pretty much eye to eye with the Cowboy Scouts because I also saw the the Micah Parsons pass rushing thing. Oh, okay. That, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. I did a whole film session on yeah, yeah, it, dirt. All all right. Right. Yep. So you know, I mean, pretty yeah. much yeah. we like. Cowboy Duly noted. Scouts.
3: Duly noted. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Duly <laughs> uh, noted. Uh, That's
4: real. So I pre- uh, so I appreciate you. I um, appreciate everyone for watching, joining in, Cowboys Nation. We got mini camp coming up, and then we're gonna get on to Oxnard. So let the fun begin. That's my final word. Peace. Oh. Oh,
1: see, don't fall asleep.
4: Yeah. yeah,
0: no, no, no. I'm good to go, man. So, listen, um, the great Brian Rodas, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, you know, I've just gained such a depth of respect just for the wisdom and just listening to you and just understanding even the unspoken words of what you walk through and kind of what you've done in your career to get up to this point. So, I really, really appreciate it, and just great to learn from you. Great to talk. Uh, super excited, man, to have you back on whenever you can. prayers up in jesus name for healing and a fast recovery on your surgery and um uh, you know hey uh great time with everybody here and uh look look forward man to taking a run for six man that's why we do this man and uh getting into this camp talk and uh maybe we pick up some free agents but that's my final work 100k long
2: oh, oh man i appreciate <laughs> you man uh i didn't like this at all brian you know i didn't like <laughs> you coming on uh i, I absolutely i knew i could it, count man. on you off <laughs> yes, indeed. I love this man I love this for you coming on and you graced us with your presence man uh it, it's always a pleasure listening to you man over the radio over all of these years yep. I wouldn't be where I'm at right now if it wasn't for uh, your insights and everything else with what you do with the radio station as yep. well as with the uh, cowboys.com so I really appreciate you, man. Uh, we bounce off of your uh, ideas and thoughts, and then we go back and forth with it over here. And it's amazing what we are able to do here at Law Nation Sports. And I really appreciate all of you guys. Man, Boss Cowboy, man, I really – don't make me cry, man, by giving me <laughs> all of those love and adulations nah, for the nation. Talk. But Deserving. y'all know how this thing goes, man. Bro. Yes, Preserve indeed, man. I, man. I try to get brother. it out of the mud. Brian brothers me and some of the crew will be out there in Oxnard. And yeah. we would love to do like Brian, you a mini dates. You got some intel on yeah. them
4: date, Brian? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah. Hit yeah, us I, on the I, so I get those Man, We y'all let get, this yeah. man have surgery. Y'all so greedy. Oh, yeah, it's right, it's yeah. pathetic. No, oh, we're good.
2: We're good. I, I think. I think
3: the station. I think we're going out there the 26th of July through there it is. the 9th, Uh-oh. maybe of August. Oh, All right. Let me. Let me. I, I know. I know we're going to be out there. Last year we messed up and didn't get on the. uh we didn't get there for the opening day, and I about lost my grip with these guys when that happened. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, you know, they 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 forgave me for getting on them as bad as I did. But yeah, I think we're. Uh, I'm just looking to trying to get my phone uh, to uh-huh. I'm losing charge on it too. So Uh-oh. that's just what my my life's become. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're gonna be there like that, the 26th through actually the f- oh fourth of. So yeah, we got about. About uh, a week of shows out there is what we're going to do. Mm. So, so I'm I, 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 I tried to talk him into yeah. I tried to talk him into letting us stay longer. But yeah, if you guys tell me when you're out there, I'll do anything. And if you want to come back around, we want to circle back around, boss. Just let me know when you guys are doing the show. Yep. If there's anything topics yeah. we need to go through, I'll be happy to jump back on. That's
2: okay, camp camp right. review man with Brian yeah. Brody. Yeah. Y'all said it, man. Y'all heard it from him, man. Let's you guys go. teach yeah. me. <laughs> you guys teach me. We'll do a show from camp. How about that? Yeah,
5: come on, sponsors.
2: Y'all hear that, don't y'all? You know, y'all hear that, don't you? Come on, absolutely. We'll do a show.
1: Yeah. Right, yeah, let's get about it. Appreciate here so, y'all. So appreciate
3: Hey, thank you guys again. God bless you all, man. Thank Appreciate you. Just keep fighting, fight, keep fighting the fight, guys. Keep fighting the fight. We'll see you, boys. Absolutely, right. man. Salute. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank Salute you, Take care, guys. See you.
0: Thank you.
2: Man, we had a great time. We didn't have a good time.
4: We had a great time. time. We got some nuggets. Let's go, man. Let's go. i wear that button
5: Let's go. Really, I just wanna run it up. It ain't too late. I'm really in the field, but uh peace and wall. I've been really in the feeling, I don't know which I know the feeling. Really, I just wanna run it up. Don't need no bills, I
4: make the deal, I have the ticket to, take it to
0: a- hey. And is. if it was up
4: to me, yeah, if it was up a to little, little old me to make a pick, me. it would probably go a little something like, like this. this. And with the 17th pick of the 2020 <laughs> Dallas Cowboys NFL Draft, the Dallas Cowboys select CD, CD Lamb. <laughs> oh. What a day it was, man. What a day it was. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah what number. War Daddy.
2: War Daddy. That's the video I sent it, man. Yeah, what's the what's the lottery numbers, day, Tuck? I just I ain't mean, me got it. I ain't got, 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 got it. No
4: party.
1: I will move down. Yes. Hey y'all, real quick, man. The we'll everybody, man. You know, boss, boss could be a trade down. Yeah, tra- 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 on your own time. We got to trade. We got a trade a Bron bro. We got a trade. I said it's a place to move. We were just sitting here talking. Justin, I said I said The man stayed with us. Right. Two hours. Two hours. And and we was trying to kick him out, y'all We was trying (laughs) because we was looking out for him Trying to make sure that, you know, he go to bed for surgery I had to have surgery So, he blessed us tonight, y'all So, let's just, tonight, just bless him back Just say your prayers for him I want him to be okay I love, this was fun so, right. I just wanted to put that out there real quick. That's
0: a rush nah, defensive good. end, right? If you Everybody, draft him and you put him some put prayer, in,
2: prayer in, emojis, man. Yeah, prayer. For
1: real. That was prayer dope. Really he really rocked real. with us. It was Two pure hours. passion, bro. That was... You can tell he loved it, man. You know what I mean? Like he charged his phone to come back and talk more football. That is love for the game. That ain't that ain't love for us. That's love for the game. And I just you can just see it, and I appreciate it. In
5: my head, I'm top ten. Yeah, that's hands down. I'm a squad, squad. Now you're looking, man down. Funny high foes turn the friends now hey the Cowboys hey, hey. just selected jake ferguson <laughs> with pick
2: 129 DMP, hey man. hey hey i'm good i love the pick <laughs> hey, i love hey. the player i know that a lot of people will say that this is probably a reach this is about where i had jake ferguson a uh, really solid player from wisconsin um he, he he can do all of it he can block he can run routes uh, he can he can actually make people miss in the open field. If a race car like a Tarzan. car
5: filling up. I need product again. Treat the business like a playground. Might slide on you. Do me wrong, might slide on you. Woo. Woo. Do a backflip, cause I'm mad rich. I'm the definition of what that is. Go high, or go home. Go, 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 go high, or go home. Go up. high, or go home. Go or go home. Go up. high go go Touchdown like the end zone. Touchdown When the circle turn to my home Pump. Can't get me out of my zone Go hard, go hard, go home, go, 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 go home, go hard, go home.